0: what's up everybody welcome to the new game face we're off to an auspicious start if you can't tell um it has been a scramble trying to get everything done for the new show as you can see one thing that we did not get done is the new motion graphics for the show open those are still in the works however I was going to try to use our old graphics just as a throwback to you guys, and that screwed up as well. So <laughs> we're just starting the show out cold, but we do have a good show for you today, and I think you're going to like all the changes that we've made to Game Face alongside me today to take part in all that is Matt Kyle. What's up, Matt?
1: Um, ooh, what an angle. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, we have that one, we have this one, mm. and we have your one-shot. All right. How are you?
1: All right. Been- busy in here for a day or so
0: yeah man yeah <laughs> big big changes uh for as far as the layout for game face is concerned um still working on camera angles all that kind of stuff um also one thing that we um, wanted to do today that's, those that are
1: on the table what'd you say those are on the table those oh yeah that's scratches.
0: a scratch yeah i think that's uh leftovers from luna
1: yeah probably, <laughs> they do look like claws yeah i got a i got a furniture marker that'll get to take care of that
0: okay Um, so anyway, we wanted to start, for the first time ever, stream Game Face at 1080p. Some of you guys saw our test stream earlier. That also did not work out the way it was supposed to, so unfortunately for today, we're still streaming at 720p60. Uh, That should be fixed for next week, so finally, Game Face will be in 1080p on Twitch streaming-wise. Worked on it a ton. In fact, Matt helped me a ton last night working here on that stuff. Mm. Um, Unfortunately, it was not meant to be. We did a test stream today and we could not get audio in the test Mm. stream. The video was okay, but there was no audio. So just some more things we're going to need to iron out um, as we start and embark on this new chapter for Game Face. I will admit, as someone who's hosting a show and running the TriCaster, I'm a little nervous today. Um, So if I make some mistakes, cut me a little bit of slack. This is the first time doing Game Face like this and you're going to see... We have a bunch of new stuff and how we're presenting mm-hmm. stuff to you guys. Um,
1: I'm learning a lot about the top of my head.
0: <laughs> you don't usually see it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, we, have your, we have our chat here. So you guys are integrated into the show as usual. Um, we do have a bunch of new looks for the show as far as how we're kind of putting footage in the show. We have all new show graphics. We have new sponsorship stuff today that's really cool and really fun that I think you guys are going to really like um some pretty big changes for the show i'm pretty excited about it but still some things to come um matt how was your week did you have any random stuff happening to you
1: um what did i do I went to went to a couple birthday parties got a lot of february people um played a couple games which i'm sure we'll get to yes we will um (laughs) fielded a lot of microsoft questions uh, from concerned citizens (laughs) yesterday Uh uh-huh um yeah what what else happened that's about it really
0: yeah um well one thing that we can do here Mm. have a split screen so when we talk to each other we're actually kind of talking through windows Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is kind of funny um, I have had an insane week, to be perfectly honest with you, um, trying to get this all set up. See, the problem, I've mentioned this before, the problem for me is that I am at capacity. Mm-hmm. My weekly schedule, I am at peak. So if I ever throw something new into it, it's like a new wrinkle or I have extra work to add, it's a nightmare. Also, like, my birthday was this weekend, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> like, I didn't even celebrate it because I've been working on this stuff the entire time, like... Today I got up and my wife had left like my little thing of gifts on like mm. the dining room table, and she's like, "When are we gonna get to those?" And I was like, "I don't know, maybe tonight mm. or
1: something like that." So, think you think you need to have a talk with your boss?
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I, that's me. Mm-hmm. As I often say, I am the worst boss I've ever had. Mm. <laughs> that's pretty much how it goes. Uh, so anyway. Uh, hope you guys are doing good. We have a great show for you guys today. Uh, We have two big games to discuss. We're going to talk about Sony's state of play. We also have really good housekeeping for you guys today. Some really big stuff has been happening over the last week. Not a lot of stuff, but the stuff that has happened has been really big. In fact, the story that broke yesterday is absolutely gigantic that we're going to talk about in a second. I'm sure you guys are wondering if we're going to talk about it because it is a huge, huge deal. Uh, Thank you for the birthday wishes, everybody. I appreciate it. Um, Yeah, it was yesterday, Justin Horman says. "Yep, Thanks, guys everybody yeah shane's cam should be a little more left really interesting i don't know if i agree with that maybe a little bit maybe it's because i
1: moved yeah i mean you (laughs) should be either centered or you should have eye space this way. Yeah, I know you framed it so you could get more transformers in the shot.
0: Yeah, like, I want I want the shots to be more fun I mean, and more vibrant than what we've had before. So the, that's kind of why.
1: Metroplex hiding in the corner. I right.
0: made sure to hide him there, where you can mm-hmm. see him there.
1: <laughs> could rearrange some things. There's a, there is a giant Simon Belmont statue, like just off off camera. Of
0: yeah, we so could move. Maybe get him into the shelf yeah. somewhere there. But uh, but otherwise, I don't know. I like the new look of the show. Um, one thing I wanted to say is, you know, I hope it it's like a little bit more intimate and you can see our faces better. Um, because one thing I, I felt about the prior show was like we were so far away from the camera. Our heads were like this big on screen. You couldn't mm-hmm. really see like our facial expressions, our inflection. And so hopefully this brings you guys a little bit closer to the discussion here on Game Face. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I hope you guys are too. I hope you like what you see so far. It's only going to get better. As you guys know, anytime you do something for the first time, it's probably a disaster. <laughs> we'll see. I'm trying to avoid that today. The show, the way the show kicked off was a little bit of a disaster. Uh, but we're doing the best we can, and hopefully you guys enjoy the changes overall. I think as we go through the show and you see all the other stuff that we've done to the show, I think you guys will have kind of a little bit of a change of heart or at least like it a little bit more. Um, it'll be. It'll take a minute for us to get used to it, too, Matt. Like, looking at the right cameras and making sure we're making eye contact with you guys. All that stuff is a part of doing a good show. And that's what we endeavor to do here on Game Face. Toon Medic, thank you for the compliment. Looks great, guys. I appreciate that very much. I have done a lot of work this week for this. So, let's see, Matty. I think we're ready to get on with the housekeeping. And there is a ton. Matt, easily... The biggest story of the week is we got information yesterday that kind of leaked out from two different sources that Microsoft is considering making all its big first-party games essentially third-party and Mm. releasing some of its biggest exclusives on PlayStation. The internet has been freaking out over this, so much so that yesterday, Phil Spencer went on Twitter and said, yeah, actually, we have an announcement about all this stuff yeah. next week.
1: Which is interesting because originally they said it was uh, they were going to do it in the spring, right? Like so, he clearly moved it up to next week. I'm like, although that is a little bit of a duh, duh consulting agency situation. Like, what did, what did you think the reaction to that was going to be? Like, yeah, you are basically ending the console wars, pretty much. And I think that's freaking people out. Yeah. So well, the game is freaking certain people out. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: that's for sure. Uh, so, one of the games that, um, or one of the, some of the franchises that they talked about that were under consideration to go to PlayStation were Gears of War, Starfield, and the new Indiana Jones game, and then Hi-Fi Rush. Mm-hmm. Matt, do you think that maybe on, this might be something that happens on a case-by-case basis
1: where... Maybe. I mean, but I also saw Halo mentioned Halo Master Chief Collection, mm-hmm. which again, I mean, that's old enough that you may who cares, if it's right? Not everything really, but so I think this is really, um, I think this is a couple of different things. I think this is a partly I think this might be Microsoft being a little nervous that their their field of of first party, you know, their flood of first party titles is not going to be enough to 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 move the needle mm-hmm. uh, in the mainstream, which I think they might be correctly concerned about that um, at least until maybe fable shows up. Um, but I also think that one of the like Microsoft hasn't really cared about getting you getting you to buy an Xbox for years you know they've been much more about getting you in the ecosystem and if they're making 400 million dollars a month on game Pass, I can certainly see why the idea of just branching out a bit and having Xbox there as an option but really what they want you to do is subscribe to game Pass on every platform imaginable might be, the better strategy going forward and Xbox becomes more of a software you know, i like kind of like environment brand
0: kind of what it's been all along yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a software I mean, company all along right
1: microsoft's been a software company from the beginning they make oss that's their that's their original thing you know, every time they venture into hardware they've kind of had some problems either you had you know the original xbox was a giant brick um the 360 had the red light of doom the red ring of doom like it's just you know and they, they you know the, the the xbox is a loss leader as a piece of Merchandise, yeah. You know, like, so if Game Pass is really that successful for them, it makes sense for that. And also, like, this would explain why they didn't fight too hard about the Call of Duty on PlayStation thing mm-hmm. during the hearings about it's a good point. Activision. So my guess on this is that at some point they will basically offer Sony, will give you basically Call of Duty on PlayStation eternally. We we'll make it the lead platform like it has been. But you got to let Game Pass on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't surprise me to see that become... You know, and also, I mean, they do seem to be shutting down a lot of their physical game distribution wing, uh, which maybe is in response to um, a lot of European retailers no longer stocking Xbox games as of December. Mm-hmm. Um, which also might be part of this decision happening so quickly uh, in the new year. But... Um, I think this is what Microsoft sees their path to more profitability is. And the Xbox brand as a console is not important to them as much as Xbox as sort of Microsoft's game wing. Especially since that's sort of something they've struggled to establish for, you know, Microsoft Game Studios kind of came and went several times. And uh, this the Xbox is kind of a brand that's never going away in that regard. Yeah. So I could absolutely see this being the, the first step in pivoting to Xbox being a non-hardware Microsoft gaming brand that is just everywhere. Um and I realize that scares a lot of people who, yeah. have, who have devoted their lives to being Xbox fans, <laughs> which is very weird to me. I uh, can never
0: understand Matt when the original Xbox launched how people were Xbox. I'm like, how? Like there yeah, nothing's was,
1: happened yet. There like, were fanboys <laughs> immediately.
0: Like yeah. I reviewed Amped freestyle snowboarding at launch game mm-hmm. for the original Xbox at GameSpot and I gave it like a score, like at least two points below, like what everybody. And I got murdered by mm-hmm. people. I'm like, who are you? What are you doing? They've done nothing. Yep. Like, why do you care so much about Microsoft and Xbox? It, is, it hasn't done anything. Like,
1: some people just wanted something that wasn't Sony yeah, Sony, Nintendo. I guess. Um, a lot it's of bizarre. Ex, a lot of uh, the Xbox instant Xbox fans I knew back in the day were people who were Sega people mm-hmm. and didn't want to root for what they still saw as the competition. As a Sega kid, like. On one hand I kind of sympathize with the Xbox people now because I'm like yeah I know what it's like to watch your favorite company kind of give up on the their own platform Sega. And, yeah. and move over to the but also like Sega's stuff got real good after that. It did that. feel like,
0: like some of the Sega fans co-opted Xbox yeah, it because did, it felt did. like Xbox reached out to Sega a little bit like well,
1: no, there was definitely Sega I mean you had Some Je- synergy there. You had Jet, Jet Force Jet, Ra- Jet Set Radio Future in there. Yeah, Sega put some good exclusives on there. Yeah. Um uh, you you can't really like blame them for that. Yeah, um, it's not like Sega was doing, but also Sega loses on the PS2. It's hard. It's hard to really make it. I think the only real downside here is the is that Sony will have no real competition anymore. Um, and I don't see anyone being for as far as selling consoles, hardware consoles, concerned. and just I mean, just and games. Like like they're not really in competition for Microsoft to sell games on their own platform if Microsoft's also putting Starfield on there or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they have no other. There's no other console. And Nintendo is not going to push sony to step you know they're not really competing with each other in any real sense um no one's going to buy a playstation and then be like well i don't need a switch or no one's going to buy a switch and like decide that outdoes a playstation if they're interested in last of us there's no mm-hmm. you're, you're still not but like i do, certainly understand why everybody you know i've i had some people online who were just like it's like yeah i already have an xbox it's called a pc you know like
0: i mean it is yeah hundred <laughs> percent. i mean i can kind of understand that
1: yeah argument so I think um, outside of some disappointed console warriors and maybe a little concerned that Sony might get a little complacent because they no longer have to like. I mean, but, but at the same time, I mean, I pointed out to some people who said "I'm like, has Sony really needed to compete with Microsoft for years yet? I mean, Microsoft fumbled, turbo fumbled the bag, as they say, with the Xbox, you know, handing the Xbox One development over to non-gaming departments, Mm -hmm. who turned it into the stupid set-top box ESPN machine and, like, gimped the RAM so so it could have more, so it could run the set-top. I mean, like, they blew a generation's worth of goodwill in one E3 conference, yeah. basically. And then Sony hammered it home with the, we don't have any DRM thing, uh, you know, immediately following that, and the same day, even... And that basically doomed them to, nev- to never, like, until, un- until and unless Sony made a horrible, horrible, like, like historical mistake, Microsoft was never going to catch them. Yeah. They were going to be eternally second place, and second place by a long way. And that's really only if you're discounting Nintendo as, like, a non-current-gen thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Nintendo's its own thing. Sony and Microsoft are doing the, the powerful console horse race. But, you know, Sony was practically lapping them.
0: And yeah, I mean, it was well, the last numbers we got was 3 to 1. Yeah. PlayStation 5 was outselling Xbox so Series So I don't,
1: so. so like, this is a way to pivot so you're just making pure revenue and you don't have to worry about competing with this other company that is just outclassing you left and right, even if you like the games on Xbox better. And there's certainly a bunch of stuff I'm looking forward to, you know, quote unquote first part, well not exclusively, quote unquote exclusively, but first party, Microsoft. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking forward I to a lot of their are. stuff more than the first part, whatever we know of the first party of Sony. And like, you know, like... Do you, do you think
0: there's any fear that, to your point, of angering the fan base, the, I hate to say it, but the fanboys, to the point where they revolt and they no longer want to support Xbox? And, it, is, and is that number big enough that it matters?
1: It is not. Yeah. Uh, and also, even if they are... And do what? Stop buying Xbox games. No one does that. Cancel their Game no. Pass subscription. No one's going to do that. You don't think? No. Because... Gamers have no fucking They can be pretty vindictive, man. They're vindictive, sometimes. but they're weak. They're weak <laughs> and, and and they want what they want, and it's like you can boycott this shit all you want, but as soon as Indiana Jones comes out, you're gonna play it. Yeah. We all know it. We all know like, everyone got so mad about whatever, like, you know, oh Starfield, Starfield but everybody fucking played it, didn't they? Yeah. Like and on Game Pass there's no downside. So yeah, I don't I don't believe I mean you'll probably have a handful of like a few hundred people who are like, no, I'm done with well, if you're done with Xbox, and you hate PlayStation, you hate Nintendo. Well, are you just not going to play video games anymore, or are you just going to like stop like devoting your life to rooting for a multinational corporation and just play what you want to play?
0: Or they could do what the Sega fans did, which is co-opt another platform. Yeah, I mean, what? I mean, they could just move to Nintendo and be like, oh, well, I want to support these guys. Or moved maybe they. But I don't think they moved to PlayStation because that's their mortal that's enemy. The problem, but like.
1: That what a I mean not a downgrade because Nintendo makes good games but like if you want the cutting edge, you know that was part of the thing is like you want them to be the cutting edge high end next gen stuff and that's just not what Nintendo is yeah like there is no other option. I mean, I guess you could go to PC, build a giant monster PC, but guess what's on PC? Xbox. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> well, also, do you It's see-
1: so on Xbox that if you have Windows, if you try to delete the Xbox app, it reinstalls the Xbox app and it updates Windows.
0: What's the chance of someone else stepping in?
1: I mean, I don't even know who it would Near be. An Apple, maybe? No. Near zero. But Apple's like, too smart to get into the console Apple market Apple already now. has Apple Arcade. They don't need it. Like, no yeah. one needs it. Like, no one's going to be dumb enough to do it. I mean, I guess, like, Elon might be stupid enough to do it, but he's not into that stuff.
0: It is a dying industry.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know the if it's a The console market. Yeah, but it's not even necessarily a dying... Even if it wasn't, like, starting... I think that, what's
0: proven is that maybe it starting can only that support fight, two real winners.
1: Somewhat. But also, like, starting that fight is just not a good idea. Like... Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it was different, I think, back when Xbox started because, you know, gaming hadn't taken hold of the mainstream. You were still sort of in this limbo space with the medium where it hadn't quite broken out in a critical mass yet. Yeah. And everybody knew that when that happened, and it was going to happen, everybody knew it was going to happen. just didn't know when or what was going to do it. And Halo was one of the things that really did it. Like, there was a period in the, in the aughts where, you know, on TV shows and stuff, people said, play Xbox. The way they used to say, "Play oh, yeah. Nintendo." Play
0: Nintendo. Yeah, you're right. You know? I still see it every once in a while, actually. Once,
1: yeah, sometimes. But yeah. like, um, but now that it has happened, now that you know, basically two thirds of the population of the planet play video games of some kind, even if you're talking about mobile games. Like, becoming the Johnny Come Lately on that is a, is a is a death wish. Yeah. Like, I don't see anyone. Because wa- who wants to? You know, what publishers are going to jump on that? Like, that's happened already. Stadia crashed and burned. You know, yeah, crashed and burned. Like yep. like there's no – like starting from scratch in this business as a console manufacturer, like you're cra- – because like you'd need to sell millions to just like even stay afloat anyway. And who's how is that going to – you know, Xbox struggles to do that. And Xbox has been a brand for 20 years, 20 yeah. plus years. Who's going to come on – like if Amazon made a console, is, are you going to like buy the, the Amazon lumber yard and be confident that that's going <laughs> to stick around or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> Although Amazon is maybe one of the only true viable Amazon or Google yeah, yeah. I mean
0: otherwise even Google at this point after Stadia is oh, like Oh nobody nope. trusts Google <laughs> cool. after that no who who in
1: their right mind yeah. you know, would, would buy Google hardware considering yeah. their record
0: Yeah I mean it's not just Stadia I mean you'd need it goes way back
1: You'd have to have it be it would either be like someone like Elon Musk who's just like got so much money they don't and so little common sense that they're just like oh I could make a video game console I like that yeah like Sure, it's like like you know, in in another world, maybe Zuckerberg would be dumb enough to do that, but he—I don't think he is. Mm-hmm. Um, or you've got, or you, there'd be like an Amico thing that would be some kind of grift, basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. allegedly. Yeah. Um, but so, so yeah, I don't, I don't see anyone else. There's no one there who, who would want to step in. Like, you're just throwing money in a hole at that point.
0: How would you feel about Xbox disappearing from the market? Any feelings at all? No it's
1: yeah. business I, I don't own stock in any of these companies I don't care what happens I mean, you know, it doesn't benefit or hurt me one way or the other In at, at the very least that's one less $500 console to buy next generation yeah. so who cares mm-hmm. um you know i mean it's not like i don't have any affection for the the memories of the xbox obviously the 360 was my main system that generation me too yeah Um, i do have an
0: affinity for the brand for sure sure, but
1: but like things come and go yeah i mean that's
0: really what it comes down to It's like as you get older you just learn that some stuff just doesn't stick around forever
1: everything ends and and time takes no prisoners
0: yeah it really does um so yeah i don't know that i'm gonna lose any sleep over if you know phil comes out next week and says you know what We're going to keep manufacturing these until we realize it's just pointless. But for the most part, I mean, because really the the goal here is to get Game Pass on PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And I think for Microsoft to do that, it's going to have to stop manufacturing hardware. That's the only way I believe PlayStation will allow it. And the other thing, too, is PlayStation may be totally cool with it if Microsoft isn't producing Mm -hmm. hardware because it can make a cut off a Game Pass.
1: Right. Well, I think what's going to happen is next generation, there will not be an equivalent of the Series X. Right. but there will be an equivalent of the series s mm. because the game pass machine basically. yeah because that's as we found out that sells better and than it doesn't the compete x, with PlayStation. and it doesn't complete with compete with PlayStation. like something the power level of the series x next generation sony is not going to see that as a threat because their playstation 6 is going to be way more powerful than that
0: i guess the burr in the saddle here could be if playstation is secretly working on its own game pass
1: I really don't think they are. That's not their strength. They they've screwed up kind of the software side of online things so many times that like I don't think they mind that. And in fact, I w- wouldn't surprise me if one of the pitches from Microsoft is like, "Why don't we take care of that for you? Mm-hmm. Like, what if you contract us to do that now?" And I don't think Sony would necessarily go for that. At least not this gen. Like, but there might come a time where they're like, "You want to offload the PlayStation Network idea?" And it's not like they don't come, you know, you know Foam Stars is, is a PlayStation Plus mm-hmm. game. It's a good, good move, because a lot of people would never have played it otherwise. No, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate everybody taking time out of their Foam Stars Day to come watch this. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> February 6th, Foam Stars Day, as everybody <laughs> knows.
0: Hey, I marked it on my calendar, yeah. Matt. It was the day after my birthday. That's how I knew Foam mm-hmm. <laughs> Stars was coming out.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm a year older. But Foam Stars. Yeah,
0: it's all will good make, will make
1: me young again. <laughs>
0: Exactly. (laughs) Okay, uh, let's take a look at uh, what the folks in chat are saying about this. This is a big topic, man. And, uh, you know, we run a game website. We have, you know, Xbox fans on our site, a lot of them. Um, Cinetyke asked, do you think Xbox should have waited at least until the end of the year to see if new exclusives move the needle on series sales? No. Here's what I think, Matt.
1: I think they realize it's not.
0: I think what happened is Starfield was the guinea pig. Mm. And I think Microsoft looked at all the data from Starfield and it's like, you know what? This isn't adding up anymore.
1: And it's like the other thing they would have to wait for is Fable and God knows when that's coming out. Right. And I I think the fact that... They're jumping on this before the end of fiscal is significant. Yeah. To kind of give investors a clear path to like what we're about to do. Yeah. You wait to the end of the year and that gets scary for people.
0: Do you think there's any chance that next week Phil just comes out and says, well, all we're going to do is we're just going to wait a year. Mm. And we'll give a year of exclusivity on our platform and then we'll give it to PlayStation. How do you think the industry and fans would react to something like that?
1: I mean, I don't know. Like it's more or less what Sony did to PC. Mm-hmm. Um so I could see that being a thing. Um, it would certainly appease the people who are worried about Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Um you have to wait a year, like that sucks, but hey, timed exclusives are a thing. Um and at least in this case, you know, nobody's money hatting anybody. It's yeah. just Microsoft owns them, so right. they get to do whatever they want with it. Um Like I could see that. Um also, I don't know if like it it's given that Microsoft is technically trying to rev their first parties up to speed. Maybe giving them a, a PlayStation version to make day and date with the other versions is probably a bad idea at this yeah. point. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if, like, over time it became more and more simultaneous, especially yeah. as you move into the next generation. But they got five years before that happens.
0: I mean, we're already kind of seeing it anyway, because PlayStation also has kind of broken some rules in this gen. Like, it's putting out games for PC at a regular basis now. I think if mm-hmm. you asked someone five years ago if you thought PlayStation would do that, they'd probably say no. Yeah, I'm sure so- even seeing was- Sony was- bend a little bit here
1: yeah but well, you're probably not gonna see sony bend anytime <laughs> soon um DJ. but uh yeah i mean you got to change your die at some point mm-hmm. um even sony uh actually sony learned that the hard way in the playstation 3 generation didn't they mm-hmm. um and they did you know they figured it out playstation 4 was a big success in comparison right um yeah i mean i don't see a lot of downsides for sony in that regard um we'll see I mean, it's also possible that Phil comes out and goes like, "Oh, it's an, all of it's untrue, and we're not doing that."
0: That's, that's possible. Like, yeah, I mean, I, no matter what, he needs to come out and say something.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it was, if it literally was, it's not true. I think he would have just said that. I don't think he'd stage an event for that. That's probably a good point. This sounds more like we need to talk. Right. At the very least, there might be a
0: little bit of truth to it. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. So there's something, I think there's something going on here is what we're getting at.
1: Yeah. There's a little too much smoke for there not to be some kind of fire. Some kind of a fire.
0: Yep. Okay. Let's look at, check out what you guys are saying again. Um, uh, Sleeping Turtle 3 Zuckerberg will join just to apologize to Congress. Okay. Um, What else you guys got? um sanuku i hear you and again i partly agree with you here but as soon as nintendo does change and they will have to that's a good question actually to ponder is what's nintendo going to do in all this we might consider our option again about how much microsoft will earn with the game pass well i think Mm -hmm. that's the thing they figured out how much they're earning with the game pass and they're like we're gonna go all in
1: yeah, and Nintendo, I mean, Nintendo's going to be France about this, that whole sort of uh, everyone's going to do Stay in the middle, the, waving the white flag? No, they're, I mean, they're, they're going to do their own thing. Oh. You know? Everybody else is going to, we're all doing this, and France is like, oh, well, we're going to have a sandwich. You know, like, <laughs> and like A baguette, uh, you mean. And, uh, yeah, so, like, Nintendo will do what Nintendo does. Yeah. Um, and the good news is it affects nobody but Nintendo. Yeah. So...
0: I think it'll affect Nintendo the least. Yeah, for sure. Certainly between PlayStation and Nintendo. And
1: Microsoft has a good relationship with them. And I'm sure, you know, there's temptations there, I'm sure. Like, it would be cool to get Banjo back on Nintendo. Yes, it would. So It
0: would be really great, honestly.
1: Like, there's a bunch of rare stuff that I'm sure Nintendo fans would be excited to see come back. Yeah. Um, And you could still put them on uh, Xbox. Or you could not put them on Xbox. You could put them on Switch and have it be through Game Pass and be an Xbox exclusive but it's on game pass that's true yeah you got to subscribe to game pass to play it but it's only on the switch
0: the other thing too matt that gets a little funky is so let's say that it all this works and microsoft does get game pass on playstation are you still withholding your first party games for three months on xbox and pc game pass and not giving it to playstation right away or are you giving them those exclusives day and date with game pass on xbox and pc Hmm? so let's say game pass works on playstation and starfield 2 is coming out Mm -hmm. do you release that on game pass the same day on playstation or do you still give your homies on xbox and pc a little exclusivity period
1: i think by the time starfield 2 comes out it's all at the same time okay well, let's, let's use another game. Let's say Avald or Elder Scrolls 6. Elder Scrolls 6, I think, would be all at once. Yeah. Okay. I think the early stuff would be staggered both to kind of see how it goes and because I don't think the dev teams necessarily have the bandwidth to make another version. Mm-hmm. Once they kind of understand how it works and everything, you know, we, they know that they're still going to be okay if they release day and date and they figured out the pipeline to make a PlayStation version alongside everything... That isn't garbage, um, because that certainly has been a problem for Bethesda yeah. in the past. Um, I th- I think you do. I think you just do put it on everything at the same day, if you can. Because that's
0: the other thing we're not thinking. about Because look, here. at a
1: certain point, it's just money. Yeah, they get money no matter what. It is all money. Yeah. So why not? You know, at the end, in the end, the PlayStation audience is going to be a lot bigger than the Xbox PC audience. So why not not piss them off and give it give it to them at the same time?
0: Well, that's the other thing we're not thinking about here is that Microsoft Studios will not have to produce playstation versions of all the games which ups development costs but i'm assuming
1: it's more than offset by the revenue they're going to generate yeah but selling to an audience three times bigger is going to be you're going to take care of that that for for the first year or two i'm what i'm i'm more saying in terms of literally time Mm -hmm. more than money yeah like you just don't want to put that extra pressure on these guys you need you because the other thing is even if this is what your strategy is these games got to be good. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, sure. you need these games oh, yeah. to be winners across the board. Yeah, they
0: can't be mediocre. You're not going to just sell Game Pass and they because... Got,
1: yeah. And they got to come out in good shape. Like, you can't have buggy messes. You can't load this thing. You can't load a vout up and have it auto-complete the game for you.
0: Yeah. Silksnake says, um, what if PS5 only gets cloud gaming? That'd suck. That would. But it's possible, I'd say slim.
1: Yeah, I... I slim chance there. That would be a, a strange choice
0: um sanuku says maybe they will pull a sony here and do it in three years time window as sony does with their games if it comes to steam no by then you've lost all the steam for the yeah. game's release like you, you you still need to strike while the iron's hot and i think that's one thing that playstation has done pretty well with moving games to pc is it feels like that gap is just about perfect for each game yeah, because it's start- not it's
1: not uniform it's not the same for each one no they call it as they see it for each game and i think it's it kind of goes by like it kind of goes by like what you know okay the sales window on this one is done on the ps5 mm-hmm. it's okay to put this out a few months from now Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they know when the meat's been been eaten off the bone on the console market so then they can throw it on the pc when they need to yeah and that that might be a little longer for like a god of war ragnarok but it's a lot shorter for a days gone yeah so or, smart or a lot it. shorter between like say the release of an expansion for horizon forbidden west and the pc version of that which is only a year, right? But it's like two years after the main game was released, so it's you got to you got to play it play play the ball as it lies, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Sony has kind of figured out how that works.
0: Okay, let's check one more time with chat. You also you need to on.
1: release those games in good shape.
0: Almost, by the way, almost all of our housekeeping today is related to Xbox. They're just making crazy news. Um, what else you guys got here? Uh, Quickster says the trial league showed Phil's ambition to compete with PlayStation. This is a good question, actually. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Activision deal is behind the camera? a oh, the
1: monkey's paw.
0: was a monkey's paw that made Daddy Microsoft step in and force this change.
1: No. It, eh. His ambition, the, the trial leaks are from years ago. I, I think Phil realizes the writing is on the wall here. Well, the leaks were from
0: when they were still optimistic yeah. that Xbox Series X could compete with PlayStation yeah. 5. And Which now is clearly not the case that does not happen, and
1: maybe if they'd gotten all their first party stuff off the ground sooner, they might have had a better foot forward, but mm-hmm. they did you know the pandemic didn't help that like, you know ton, there's tons of factors that are not uh, both both the fault of microsoft's you know you know the the chain reaction from the xbox one and just the world not allowing it to happen uh because we're in the worst timeline <laughs> but um it's like what are you gonna do? You know, yeah. It's clear that that didn't work. If you got every, if you got, if if this year with Hellblade and Avowed and all this other stuff was maybe two years ago, might be different. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. There was just nothing there. Like, unless you were a devoted Xbox fan, or you were really in on Game Pass, or you absolutely had to play Halo, why would you get an Xbox?
0: What's interesting is that what it is done now. It should have done during the Xbox One generation. Yeah, but... it they, should have spent all the money to buy the studios, and knowing that Xbox One was a failure, basically. Yeah,
1: but it took them way too long to admit that. It to did. Themselves.
0: That was a that was a fatal mistake.
1: Yeah, I don't remember exactly when it was clear that they managed to finally pull the brand away from those non gaming executive people, who by the way shut down one of the most thriving first and second party stables in the industry. Right. Like, yeah, yeah Microsoft had such an incredible like lineup of developers by the end of the 360, and they just. Booted them all out the window. Yeah. It was for nothing, for no reason. And it's yeah. like, "We're all we're just like the the people who made the call for the set top box basically said we're just going to make Gears, Halo, and Forza now." Yeah, and that was, doomed them. It didn't work. It, it was a ridiculous <laughs> idea. It really was. Yeah, and you're
0: right. It did ultimately doom them. And they stuck with that their pattern way for so yeah. long. Just go watch old episodes of Game Face and watch me rail on it and call, in all honesty, for Phil Spencer to be fired yeah. through that entire generation. And now I'm still wondering if maybe I was right. I don't
1: know. I don't don't think anybody could salvage that. I mean... Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, somebody could... I don't know if If Clearly, whoever made the... I mean, I don't know about Daddy Microsoft in this case, but I bet Daddy Microsoft definitely made the call to take Xbox away from the Xbox division and give it to the other departments that wanted to do their set-top box crap. Yeah. Like, because you know the Xbox... The games division would not have made the hardware choices that they did for that. Yeah, you're right. Like, that slow-ass RAM... Sank so much of how that system was supposed to work. It really did. Um, I mean, but then the,
0: you look at games like Gears that ran on that. Th- I don't. It's like Black oh, Magic. Yeah. Like, how did that game look so good on that base Xbox One? Oh yeah,
1: but it's like no one else really knew how to do that. No. That was the problem. Like, and they
0: should have shared that knowledge with third parties so that the game. I'm sure better. they tried
1: to, but I, yeah. if, I, I got the imp- it was when game I over when I saw Gears 43 and and talked to some people there, I got the impression that to do that you had to kind of start start from the beginning like it had you to be planned from the ground up and there was sort of a you were sort of riding to the metal on that mm-hmm. um and third-party developers can't always be able you can't always do that in part because they got to make it work on other things yeah um but like yeah i mean you can you could write books about the mismanagement of xbox one mm-hmm. it's it was a disaster from, from start the beginning to from the very first yeah.
0: press conference with the whole tv tv crap yep. It was bad. Yeah, right, BN, right ESPN, ESPN, ESPN. Yeah. It was awful. Um, so there's another Xbox-related story from this week where so a lot of retailers in Europe are removing Xbox physical games from retail. Right. Do you think that that may have been one of the dominoes that started this it falling? Was. It yeah, feels
1: th- like it. I think so. Yeah. Because, look, you're, a little too convenient you're, you're to dead in the water in Japan, as you have been since basically the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and now Europe's backing out, and Europe was a big market for them. Yeah. You know? it, and yeah. and now, like, what do you, I mean, yeah, you got to do something, they got to do something drastic. Or they're going to be, by the end of this year, like, people are like, why are at the end of the year? Well, like, by the end of this year, they'd have to be putting up numbers that are just horrific, yeah. if, if that's what's happening in, in Europe. And they clearly seem to know that was coming, if they are indeed, you know, downsizing their physical game distribution wing yeah but like you got to pivot to something else like that's where the the bread and butter is still kind of there if if they're going through the traditional model so you have to find something other than the traditional model and microsoft's answer to the non-traditional model is game pass
0: yeah um silk snake says our stores blame game pass people aren't buying xbox games anymore yeah i mean it could be we've we've been saying that all along on the show here (laughs) like game pass is gonna kill physical games on xbox we all kind of saw it coming um but yeah i don't know if i saw this coming
1: no, this is drastic. I did not um, see. It. Oh, no, I, 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 I have I suggested not. that they would want to get Game Pass on everything at some point. Yeah, I mean, I think that's um, a given. But yeah, but like, but putting you know what we would think of as first party games on other platforms in the name of that—that's a—that's a wrinkle I don't think I ever really thought of. I didn't see it coming at all. And maybe it still isn't happening. We'll see, but
0: it sure feels yeah. that way. <laughs> you know, I mean, starting all with the sides are pointing that way. Starting
1: with something like Hi-Fi Rush is, you know, I mean, I don't think that really raised anybody. I don't think people would care years, if it was games. But like, that. yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, really. Like, I think it was smaller game, It was when the, the it was when the leakers said that Starfield was on the list mm-hmm. that people really was like, what, like what, you know? And then that kind of steamrolled from there. But um, I mean, I guess if you were complaining, it's going to be interesting to. If Starfield comes out on PlayStation, it's going to be interesting to compare the people who then play it and like it to what they said about Starfield when it came out on Xbox and whether they were like this game sucks because it's not on Xbox, you mm-hmm. know, because like, there was a lot of stuff where like you people the people who were really vehemently hating on Starfield if you looked into their histories they were PlayStation fans.
0: Oh, yeah. You, you just looked around or looked yeah. at their Twitter feed or whatever. People yeah. who probably
1: would have liked the game if it had been multi-platform and Bethesda hadn't been bought <laughs> by Microsoft. You know, like, Funny
0: how that works. It is. <laughs> uh, so anyway, big, big story, folks. I mean, Xbox first party stuff going on PlayStation. Again, I never saw it coming. And again, we could be it could be something in between where they're like, we're going to mm-hmm. wait a year. I think that would... Probably make Xbox fans feel at least a little bit better.
1: You've also, you know, the Game Pass thing is a good argument for, um, you know, especially for probably for physical games, I would think. Although it's interesting because physical games you think would be a little less affected because you can always trade in a physical game. Right. But it is interesting to note how much Pal World has outsold the Game Pass (laughs) version in comparison. Yeah. Like it's not, Game Pass is not a guarantee that your game's not going to sell legitimate legitimate copies yeah
0: i mean it sold like 20 million i think eight million people are playing it on game pass or something yeah
1: but it was like so they sold
0: 12 million on pc even though it's on game pass those people would rather pay for the game than spend that 16 Mm dollars a month to play game pass until they're tired of the game yeah which is interesting that's another sort of thing that maybe we haven't seen data around that may have been Mm -hmm.
1: something else that pushed them over i don't know it's some people just don't, you know, a lot of PC players just aren't interested in having anything on their system that plays games other than Steam. No,
0: you're right. They like to keep their systems clean. And I'll be honest,
1: I mean, I do sometimes forget I have games on Epic or Epic Game and Store. or yeah. uh, um,
0: Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming.
1: There have been a couple times I've been scrolling through the Steam list and I'm like, I want to play this game. Where is it? And I'm like, oh, right, I have that on Epic. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's,
0: <laughs> I've got to the point where if somebody asks me if I own a game or not now, I can't tell them. Mm-hmm. Because when I go I just grab like the Amazon games for Prime Gaming, like I don't even pay attention anymore. I'm just like claim game, claim game, claim game. Like I can't remember all the stuff that I have. Or I completely have not forgot claimed I even had it. <laughs> exactly. Like I used to be able to tell you every game I owned. I mm. could never do that now.
1: Well, I can't do that. I mean, I, I made a list of all my physical games like a couple years ago, and it's like 2000 thing. You know, it's across all, you know, going mm. back to all know, platforms. the 80s. Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah. I mean, if you t- if you name a game, I can probably tell you if I have it or not, especially I a physical can. copy. Um, I can't. I, think I can tell I can. if you have a
0: physical copy
1: for sure. For physical physical copy for sure. Probably eighty percent if about a digital one. Not me. Unless I'm you're I, like unless 50, you're naming 60. some weird little itchio <laughs> thing that was in like that hundred person right hundred game bundle or whatever. Yeah, things yeah. like that. Um, but major releases, I can definitely tell you that I have I have that on this. I have that. But sometimes, like, oh, I have that on PS3 and PS4 and Steam. <laughs>
0: because they're just yeah. giving away. Yeah. There's a lot of games I have both on Xbox and PlayStation because either they're given away on Xbox Live or they're given away as a part of PlayStation Plus.
1: Mm-hmm. To say nothing of all the unused Humble Bundle codes. Right. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those there.
0: games crossed over ultimately where you're getting them mm-hmm. on both platforms. So, yeah, it's hard for me to even remember all the digital games that I have at this point. So, anyway, again, major changes coming for Xbox and it looks like for everybody else. Buckle up, people. Next week is going to be, I'm excited to talk about it once we know the details. Did Phil say what day he's going to announce that stuff? he said
1: next week, as far as I know.
0: It'd be great if he did it on Monday. So we could talk about it on Game Face on Tuesday. But we'll see how that all goes. So anyway, um, your Xbox exclusives might be heading to PlayStation. I know it's hard to even hear that, but it's just the truth. Um, Another Xbox-related story, also Game Pass-related. It was announced this week that Final Fantasy XIV, which people on Xbox have been waiting forever for, Mm-hmm. and finally they get the announcement and then like visions of mana shows up in the xbox developer we were like is that like related to some other deal and then we find out this week that if you want to play final fantasy 14 on xbox series x you have to subscribe to game pass that is the only mm-hmm. way you can play it on xbox how do you feel about that
1: honestly it's better than having to go through uh Squares website <laughs> You're right. subscribing to that game is one of the most confusing things I have ever done. Like, Man, Square NX, and like the thing that amazed me was like because you know I've gone through that same website to subscribe to uh, Final Fantasy Eleven, uh-huh. which you still can. Eleven's still going, yeah, and it's almost the same fucking interface. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. You have to you log into your your account, and then you have to create a Final Fantasy fourteen sub account, and then you have to Choose which A, B, A There's A different columns of like Final Fantasy subscription <laughs> versions that are lettered, and you have to buy the game or input the code for the game you bought on Steam or whatever in one or the other lettered thing. And if you subscribe to one, you it doesn't apply to the other. So at one point, I had the raw, I had the demo and like an expansion on A and the main game, and the other expansion on B, and there's no way to merge them. So I had to just rebuy the, the the other expansion and put it on B and cha- cancel my subscription to the game on A and then resubscribe on B, which meant I couldn't bring the two like bonus items I'd gotten there. So I had to rebuy the costume I bought on because <laughs> I emailed Square and they're like, we can't do that for you. Sorry, oh, You're fu- fuck you, basically. And it is absolute labyrinthine Bullshit! It really is.
0: Yeah, that's
1: and if idea. this means that Xbox players just have to subscribe to Game Pass and download the game and log in, great. Yeah, because guess what? I'm like, <laughs> and I, I remember having a lot of the same problems trying to subscribe to Final Fantasy XI on PlayStation Two back in the 20 years ago, and I'm like, how is this the same thing? Is it? It's like. The, the website even still has some of the weird leftover things. You remember when Square used to like think that everything was gonna—the interface of the future was gonna be like that serial, serial experiments lane bullshit, yeah, where everything yeah. was circles, and you're like, <laughs> "Where is this over? What am I doing?" Yeah. Like. What is this supposed to be? And it's just and like everything. has a weird name. Well, didn't it also have like that weird
0: like system where there was like re- like uh, linked into like internet cafes where you? They get, tried, like, yeah. Some weird like you get, like weird alerts or something.
1: <laughs> right, that, that that was the idea. Well, like that, I tell that story all the time. At one of the, I and you know, as the that one, I can't remember the name of the YouTube channel, but like you know, that found all those old E three videos and like pulled them out of the CBS archive from Gamespot, and yeah, everything. yeah, yeah, and like they keep. Putting more and more stuff up, and it's great, but I keep thinking, I'm like, please tell me someone recorded or on a on a handheld somewhere, someone has the video that Square ran in their booth. I think it was E3, it might have been GDC, but I think it was E3. Is in the one of the it was of the dome. It was like the year they had the big dome, and you sat on these benches yeah, in there, yeah. and you kind of looked up at everything like being brought like projected on the dome. Yeah, and it must have been 2001, 2002 in there somewhere and it was a, it was a play online preview and it was basically like this guy, yeah, this guy walking. Down, these guys, are people, kids were. These kids were playing Final Fantasy XI, and they got stuck, killed by this boss. And they're like, "We need Jimmy or whoever," and so they page him. <laughs> right, that's, that's right. how old that's this shit it was. is. That's what it they was. They page him. <laughs> he's walking down the street with his like harem of girls, and he gets a page like, "I got to stop in here, ladies," and he like goes into this square branded play online cafe, yeah. sits down, and helps them beat the boss. And they're like, "Thanks, Jimmy." And Let's he's like, go, ladies. He's like, that's like, he's like, "That's how we do." It. It's like, "All right, we're done here," kind of thing. And like, because there was a there was a sentiment. At the time, and a lot of people who were not uh, terminally online at the time may not remember this or have experienced it. Square fans, who are the worst fans I have ever encountered in the history of <laughs> it, you want you think the current console war people are crazy? The Square fans, circa 2000, yeah. were just you. They were I insane. can't even describe it. Yeah. And like they, ve- I knew 15 different people who very sincerely, honestly, like not trolling for real, believed that play online was going to be so big. It was going to become what online gaming was. That if you wanted to have an online game, you were going to have to sign a contract with Square right, right. to have it available on Play Online, because <laughs> otherwise no one would want to play it because it wasn't on Play Online. Yeah, like, yeah. that was literally what these people believed. <laughs> They were the same people who, when *The Spirits Within* was coming out, were convinced it was going to revolutionize how film was made. Yeah,
0: you're right, and we see. But that no, it
1: bombed because no one fucking cared about your stupid ass movie with these creepy ass. Now it's people. coming back and for then, rebirth. Yeah, it's going back into theaters. Creepy ass. Well, it's not gonna work. Not gonna make any fucking money because it sucks. Well, remember, they built they that. They built a whole studio in Hawaii for him. Farm in Hawaii yeah. to render the movie, and they rendered that, and they rendered, I think, parts of *Advent Children*, and then they just shut it down. Yeah, yeah. Because it was ridiculous, yeah. and running that kind of a business in Hawaii is ins- expensive to begin with, and now they wouldn't make any money, and that's basically why um, Sakakuchi left. Yeah, like he was—that he, was basically on him. No, you're right. Yeah. He really remember when when Aki, the 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 star in, this girl who was the star of Spirits Within was a, in Playboy. No, remember,
0: that? I don't remember that, that? She modeled
1: for Playboy. She was nude. She was I, yeah, and I wow. think she was the cover. Like he's like the new digital actor that's gonna change movies and shit. I gotta hand it to their marketing like he department. Like they really believed that people were going to license those character appearances to be like like Real actors people. to play a yeah. character in their movie. Except, oh man! Like you go to see a movie because Aki the 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 woman the who was woman, yeah. playing the character in Spirits Within was playing like I don't know Ripley in the next Alien movie or something. Yeah. It was bonkers. Yeah. But that video was like the the clearest representation of square's self-delusion that i think ever existed and it only played in that booth in that theater that one year and so almost no one has seen it because it was way before anybody really put video online anyway even if he did get it somehow yeah and i, w- I wish i had fought like kyoko or somebody the pr people back then to give it to me <laughs> kyoko like, hey could you a could i just get a pets. copy of that for for um for, for strategic sheep purposes or something I don't, I don't know I don't have an excuse for you I just want that because one day I'm going to need it yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah I, I really some, sometimes I, I feel like it's forgotten just how too big for their britches Square got after In Final Fantasy 7 yeah. like, like when they really thought they were the, the the end all be all of RPGs for the rest of time yeah
0: yep um so anyway well wait back to the story though how do you feel about this game you can only play it on game pass you have to like subscribe to be able to play it i mean
1: i mean i'm kind of it's just another permutation of having to subscribe to it because it's an mmo
0: no i'm assuming they're not going to increase the cost of game pass like you're going to get it for that yeah. 16
1: bucks my question away, so are you going to
0: actually kind of getting a deal? so i assume
1: that's bundled into like the subscription to play the game is bundled into yeah game pass. you're not
0: getting charged an extra $10. yeah you're not gonna have to pay
1: square an extra 20 right. bucks a month on top of yeah. that which actually is a that's ABD a pretty good and, deal yeah
0: then. Because you get all the extra games for six bucks or yeah. whatever. But how much get- is Final Fantasy 14 a month?
1: Do you know? I was, it's like at least 15. Oh, it is. Oh, I didn't realize. I think like it's that. about as much as Game Pass. Maybe
0: someone in chat knows how much it is per month.
1: I, I was subscribed to it. Minority game time.
0: Advent Children was great.
1: <laughs> well, Vincent
0: says this isn't on Game Pass. It just requires Core, aka Xbox Live Gold. That is not what the, all the headlines said yesterday. Hmm. They said it required Game Pass to play on Xbox.
1: Vincent says it does require paying a sub as well to Final Fantasy XIV. In that case, it sucks because you still have to go through Square's website. Uh, it?
0: The PS5 is only that dollars twelve ninety nine, congressman says, per month for, for Final, Final Fantasy XIV. All
1: right, I think there's higher level, there's tiers, I think, uh, and like you can buy extra, you can buy like Skippy things and stuff that makes you instantly higher enough level to jump into the expansions and stuff. But good luck with that because you need not know how to play the game. Um it's well, I been guess a while. That, I guess
0: it's technically true because Xbox Live Core is called Game Pass Core. Yeah. So you still are subscribing to Game Pass. So
1: it basically it's just like you had to have Xbox Live before.
0: Right. But now you so you're paying what is it now a month like for Xbox Live 60 I don't know. divided by 12 like 5 6 bucks a month. So you're paying that I plus think it's the more twelve now. so it's, yeah I think it is actually. So you're paying around 17 18 a month to play it. Mhm. That seems a little steep, but you have to be a part of core or you can't play online. So yeah. it's really kind of self-explanatory, I guess, in the end.
1: Yeah. I mean, part of that might just be the confusion that they've changed Xbox Live to Game Pass Core. You're right. Yeah. Because technically the headlines are correct. Yeah, yeah, but also technically the headlines are are bait in right. that case.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. It's clickbait. I'm trying to get people to be like, What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: Game Pass. It's like, well, yeah, because everything is Game Pass now. That's the yeah. That's because the Xbox
0: Live Gold is doesn't exist anymore. It's no. called Game Pass Core. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, just something to keep in mind. So if you've been basically, for a Final non-story. 14, then. No, it is still a story.
1: I don't think uh, the fact I mean, that you have, you've had to subscribe to Xbox Live and/or PlayStation Online, PlayStation Network, to be able to play anything online forever.
0: Well, the story. I mean, you can play if... You don't have to pay the extra money on PC. <laughs> it's like it's well, just yeah, twelve dollars,
1: right? But that's been true since nineteen. 19- not 19 when did when did these things start actually
0: here's my question though so what about game pass pc mm-hmm. so you if you can just play this you're on your own on pc yeah or if you want to subscribe to game pass and you want to play it you have to pay the extra money
1: yeah that's weird that's how consoles are yeah i guess it has you're been right for 20 yeah. years yeah like, but it's that's... weird
0: for that model to come over to the pc arena
1: well, that model isn't in the PC arena. Cause they're not going to do that for MMOs there. You don't think they will for Game Pass on PC? Why would you? You can go play Final Fantasy XIV anywhere. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, they can't. The, there's the no, industry does dumb stuff. All there's the time. no walled garden
1: there. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah. There. Like that's that, that's a function of consoles. Like that you know, and that's what people. You know, people have been asking that for twenty some years. Like, why do I have to pay for multiplayer? Call of Duty on PlayStation when I don't have to do that on PC. I mean, but like, that wasn't always the case is... though. The
0: Switch for a long time online was free. Play, sure. PlayStation until the PlayStation 4 online was oh, free. Yeah.
1: But the Xbox 360 made that a thing always. you could charge yeah. for. Yeah, absolutely. So that's and that was the end of it. Yeah.
0: So anyway, just something to keep in mind if you're interested in playing Final Fantasy 14 on Xbox. I guess the I know... the
1: the trade-off is that you or there was a time when you had fewer cheaters on mm. console. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but you know they
0: couldn't figure out how to cheat on console before
1: yeah but that's obviously not so true anymore
0: unfortunately yep so anyway there you go that's the latest on final fantasy 14 for xbox next up surprise surprise matt insomniac well not insomniac i'm sorry naughty dog announced this week that neil Druckmann has now come up with an idea so that they can actually do the last of us part (laughs) three how convenient that he just finally figured it all out how he could make it work um this seems like a non-announcement announcement. We already had a game page for The Last of Us Part Three on Sifted. We've had it for like months. Like, mm. I feel like this is an annou- This is a non-announcement because I yeah. I feel like it was already known that the third one was coming. Well, the
1: third one's going to come no matter what. Yeah. If you know, if he finally figured out what he wants it to be, I guess that's news. But it's like, he, yeah. He, I mean, he said like we're working on something else now. Another game is going to come out from them before Last of Us Three. Yeah. Like Last of Us Three is eight years out. Yeah, because it sounds like
0: they haven't really started on it because he hasn't even written the script.
1: Last of Us 3 is going to be a P- PS6 game.
0: This is what I'm talking about, though, when I sometimes mention that it bothers me when game companies start getting involved with other elements of pop culture in film and television because inevitably, particularly in this case, it set back the development of The Last of Us Part 3 because he's been working on the film. He hasn't had time to write the script for The Last of Us Part 3. Other than technology, there's not much you can do until you know what the game is. I so. don't
1: I don't think that's necessarily what happened here. Really? No. You think
0: they're just fudging the
1: truth a little bit. I don't think there's any fudging. He just couldn't. He didn't have a story idea for it yet. Right, and, but without but,
0: the story, how do you start development of the game? It doesn't
1: matter because they're full tilt on this other game. Yeah, that, 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 their, that was, is
0: it their fantasy RPG? They, they weren't
1: specific, but that's. I mean, they showed that, so it's fair to assume that's yeah. what it is. I mean, it could, could be anything, which I'm excited but, by. Don't get me sure. wrong.
0: Like, I'm actually would rather if you play know, that. But
1: that thing's you know next year at the earliest, probably later. If you I, know, if you know <laughs> that later. Not, if, yeah. if you know that they're not going to like be able to ramp up and do full production because they're not that big a company until. You know, Last of Us Three was probably always going to be a PS Six launch game, yeah, or around there. Mm-hmm. You know, hybrid. I mean, I'll be on PS Five too. we'll yeah. do, do that thing, um, or a very tail end of PS Five, that kind of thing. Um, so you don't really need. You know, that's they. are a one game at a time studio, so pre production can happen as they're finishing up the next one. But I, I think this whatever this fantasy thing was, assuming that's still what the, what their other on. project is, was always going to be the next thing. Probably in part because they knew he was going to have to work on this, but he's also working on the fantasy thing. Yeah, I'm totally Um, cool
0: with that. By the way, like I'd rather play the fantasy game first and then wait for the next Last of Us game. mm -hmm. I want to see what Naughty Dog can do with some other. Yeah, I mean, it was better
1: when they were alternating. Mm -hmm. Like you know, it'd be good to get a different tone out of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that, and so I don't think that's really an, an issue. Um, also, like this is again this is what you and some other people were complaining about. Why don't you just tell, like with the Insomniac thing, why don't you just tell us you're making X-Men in 2030? Well, here he is telling you he's making Last of Us 3 in 2028. Well, my point was that
0: we were told this months and months ago that Last of Us Part 3 was coming. And now he felt like he needed to step up and say, yes, it's coming. Even though he hasn't really done anything for it yet. He's just figured out the concept in his head. Right.
1: But he never, you know, it's coming doesn't mean it's coming soon yeah I, I mean,
0: mean well it's definitely not because yeah. he's gonna have to write it still but should have <laughs> kn- we,
1: we knew that like that's a very fair assumption that it's coming means one day yeah. one day in the far future. I mean when they put that fucking trail a little teaser up with her playing the guitar how far out was that game I mean I remember we, we argued about that too where like, you thought it was coming like a year later and I'm like that game's like five years away yeah um, and sure enough, I think I was even underestimating that. I think it was six No, years.
0: it wasn't that long. It was I think l- it was like three and a half or four after that.
1: It was a long time. Yeah.
0: It was a while for sure. Yeah.
1: like And then it turned out once they put it out, they're like, yeah, we hadn't even started when we put that teaser out. Yeah. like They vaguely, they basically were where they are right now. Like Neil had an idea. Yeah. I don't, And I, it seemed like they didn't even really know if Joel was going I think gonna maybe the script at. was written. It was not.
0: Cause isn't there like a dead body in that that hints at what ends it, up happening? It's not, it's not
1: Joel, but it is a dead person there. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and remember, until they started development, Abby was going to die at the end. Oh, she I was didn't gonna know kill, that. Actually. They just say, they say in the the commentary on the remake that like originally Abby she was going to kill Abby. Oh, I didn't know and that. They changed that very. I didn't very watch late.
0: that documentary yet. I haven't had time. Is um, it good? That, no
1: that was a that was commentary. Oh. On the on the scene. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Maybe it wasn't. I I, I haven't watched the documentary either, but I saw a clip of like gameplay with developer and actor commentary interesting and even laura bailey didn't know that but she found out when neil said that i think in that commentary oh she's like <laughs> i didn't know that he's like yeah until very late that was what was going to happen we thought it'd be more more powerful and thematically appropriate for her not to and he's correct yeah yeah i agree but with like that. um that would be the easy way out yeah that'd be well, the
0: placating the fans basically
1: more or less, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's you know, and I saw some people complain. It's like, oh, well, now she loses everything for nothing. I'm like, yes, that's how that's, it works in that's that the world. That's the point. Like that's, <laughs> that's 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 the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, well, she's, so, she's not mad at Abby. The whole thing is because she's so furious at herself for ruining her relationship with Joel and never figuring it out and forgiving him until the day before he dies. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah, The whole point that's is the, the futility of, the of revenge because she's <laughs> not even mad at the person who did that. She's mad at herself for ra- wasting her time with him.
0: I think that does show you, though. Kind of how the average game player looks at games oh, yeah. versus oh. people like us who are a little older, a little more experienced. And it's not
1: all people who are older. So it's just media literacy to some degree. Yeah, like so. It's amazing how people. I mean, yeah. like you saw. I'm sure you maybe maybe you're not. It was a busy week, but uh, one, you know, at the Grammys, uh, one, uh, you know, one of the all time great performances of the Grammys was happened on Sunday. I heard about it. It was it. Uh, yeah. uh, Luke Fast Call, Car, fast car yeah. uh, uh, um, Tracy Chapman. Um, Uh, came out and did a duet with luke combs who made that song a hit as a country well, it's like 30 co- years the country oh, cover oh i
0: didn't realize he had covered it
1: yeah he his he, uh, he did a country cover of it and it hit number one in july i last didn't know year. that and she won all these cma like she's the first like black woman to win a cma for best song and like first, wow. solo, or first solo black songwriter to win a, a cma for best song like it, it brought the song to a whole new generation so they did a duet when it was a, her first i think her first live stage performance in over 10 years which is crazy and she was really i mean I Hershey it was, was really good. It was really It's great. And, like, you can see how happy she is because, like, it's different to play at the Grammys because, like, now every, all the, you know, Taylor Swift is standing up singing along with her. You know, it's cool to see the superstars just be fans. Yeah, for um, sure. But, like, in the wake of that, you know, it became a viral hit in everybody's life. I have seen so many people say that Fast Car is a love song. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, we're we're all dead. We're We're all all doomed. Like if you think that's a love yeah, if you stop halfway through it, maybe like are you out of your fucking mind like people don't understand what they hear and watch. Like it's just constant. Yeah. It can be frustrating. For sure. If you're
0: one if you're a type of person who does look at things and see the things that other people don't see, Mm -hmm. especially us, because we're like evaluating products and like
1: but also sometimes
0: people just don't see them on the same. I'm just
1: not a stupid person and I've been watching movies since I was a child and I understand what they're about. And I don't understand how you do that or listen to the words of I mean I learned that in college when my roommate was a giant music person, all he did was play guitar all the time. And one time he played Fire and Rain by, by James Taylor. And he's like, I love this song because my dad used to sing it to me when I was going to sleep. I'm like, your dad used to sing a song about a plane (laughs) crashing and a man never seeing his girlfriend wife again when you were going to sleep as a child. He's like, that's not what my guy's absolutely about his heroin addiction. But the metaphor he's using is a crashing plane. And he's like, what? And I ruined the song for him because he never listened to the fucking words before. No, Matt, no, Matt, you ruined his life. Oh, that too. That was a separate thing. I, I did that too, but um, just since I, I saw somebody on Twitter in in this in a comment commentary about this sort of phenomenon said I went to a wedding once where the bride walked down the aisle to Ben Folds Five's "Brick," which if you don't know is a song about Ben Folds girlfriend at the time getting an abortion and basically him driving her to the abortion clinic early in the morning after Christmas and all of her like not the, being able to like. Console each other and realize that the relationship's over because they don't want to talk about it yeah. and they can't tell anyone about it. And this woman walked down the, someone walked down the aisle for their wedding oh. to that song. The chorus of that is "She's a brick and I'm drowning slowly." Why do you want to walk down the aisle? Is are you just are you pro- pro- prophesying at that point? Like what?
0: I, I think it was just probably her favorite song.
1: I'm sure it she was. never
0: really thought about the words. No, and was just like I like how it sounds. It's, yeah, you
1: like how it sounds. That's <laughs> all it is. But I'm sorry, everybody, Everybody, words mean things, they do. and yeah. you're going to have to figure that out one day, <laughs> even if you figure it out halfway to the altar.
0: Yeah. So anyway, The Last of Us Part 3 is on the way. <laughs> we, got to, we talked about Tracy Chapman, and like all that talking about The Last of Us Part 3, which is great.
1: Look, I'm sure Ellie plays Tracy Chapman on that guitar, some, or did before she lost the finger.
0: Yeah. Uh, so anyway. Joel knew
1: Tracy Chapman. Joel's old enough to know that.
0: Yep. Uh, we're, we're about to round or about to wrap up our, um, housekeeping for episode 375. we got a couple more. The first one is that we found out just this morning that Tencent is making a mobile Elden Ring game.
1: Sure. Why not?
0: (laughs) Really? You have one of those days (laughs) where you're
1: like, this might as well happen. (laughs) Um, why do you think From Software isn't making it? Because From Software doesn't want to work on mobile crap. Yeah. They got to th- get that DLC out. That's what they got to do.
0: Yeah, and apparently it is a typical mobile game with microtransactions and all the usual nonsense. I mean, mobile game fans would probably feel weird if it didn't have that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just be honest. That's kind of like the genre now. Mobile games, like, if they don't have that stuff, they generally fail.
1: Yeah. What's this like? It's like, how come you don't want to play that mobile game? It doesn't have the mobile game grift. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's going to grip me. Where's the
1: treadmill? I don't know what to do. <laughs> Where are all the whales? Yeah, It, it I, let I... me play as long as I wanted. Where's my energy bar? I need to buy more energy from you.
0: We just had a question about this on Pactor Factor. And none of you guys watched it because it wasn't some like, is Xbox better than PlayStation question? But somebody asked a really great question, which was like, if I play a crappy Final Fantasy mobile game, it's like I played one and it's turning me off to Final Fantasy in general. Is that a thing?
1: Mm-hmm. How do
0: you feel about that?
1: I don't know do you think the,
0: a mobile a bad mobile game can
1: tarnish a franchise not to me because I think of them as completely separate right but things. generally I have no idea yeah I don't I don't know what the general person thinks of mobile games compared to I'm gonna say it real games yeah um and the thing that the thing that soured me on Final Fantasy was Final Fantasy seven so it doesn't take a mobile game <laughs> I promise <laughs> well, that's um, absolutely accurate <laughs> but it's just it's a separate thing to me it's like It's almost like you know how there used to be like a Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance version of every console game, right? Like I just Rugrats and all those THQ games, all the licensed games. There was always like a GBA version of like the X Men games, or and they may or may not
0: connect to the GameCube version. Yeah, sometimes they're completely
1: different. Sometimes they're better. Like you know, the 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 Game Boy version of Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone is actually a really great action RPG. Yeah, sometimes they are better. You're right. Um, That's a good analogy. But I just don't think of them as the same thing or in the same boat you know yeah. like the fact that you know the, the fact that like there's a bad mobile version of like you know whatever you know lego star wars or whatever I like it, it doesn't affect how i feel about the actual yeah. Lego star wars you know
0: yeah me either but we're different with <laughs> we just talked about in the last topic. i think mo- <laughs> i don't think so, i
1: don't i think most people just don't even think about it yeah like no one's gonna play elden ring on a phone and think they're playing the same no thing like i mean if they do it's an achievement that's for sure could like, it
0: hurt from Software's brand? No. No?
1: Because From Software is... Like, the fans of From Software are all mostly like us. Like, mm-hmm. sure, Mo- Elden Ring sold to tons of people, but those people... Uh, yeah, even the people I know who like, had never touched one of these games before and bought Elden Ring, they're not going to mention this mobile game to me. They don't yeah. even mention, like, the remakes of D- Demon Souls or anything. You know, they, they don't... They liked Elden Ring, and if you put out another Elden Ring, they'll look at it. They might even try the mobile game if they see it on their phone, but I'll tell you this... Mobile stuff just doesn't penetrate anymore. Yeah. Like, nobody finds new mobile games. Nobody, you know, other than, I guess, like, the, the only interaction I have with mobile game promotion, even as someone who's just constantly online and looking at game stuff... Is those stupid video ads where they show something that is literally not what the game is? You yeah. know, where yeah. it's like it's like a, a, yeah, jo- like, ads a forty mile wide ball of zombies <laughs> rolling down, and a bunch of guys with machine guns running straight ahead, running through gates, giving them more allies until the ball hits them and explodes. And you're like, it's an ad for Ebony Yeah, it you know? actually looks <laughs> awesome.
0: You're like, oh hey, yeah, I like, actually would not mind playing that. Like, why like, didn't anybody?
1: <laughs> I mean, someone did make some of those games, and that game. it was like, yeah, you want those games? You know those games? Now let's see you beat them. That's uh-huh. literally the title of the game. Oh, really interesting. That. I have that on Steam. And it, it has like the the car parking game and the um the the run to the room and fight the guy game and that's a that you see but like there's they still suck like, yeah but there is an element of like these ads clearly like the run through the gates and like build your forces up and fight endless zombies or like that does look kind of fun it does. why did, why didn't anybody just Mindless. make that yeah I know why why don't you make just make that. <laughs> it's the
0: that are tricking us and they going to play some other terrible And like game. then
1: like to to avoid getting sued like Ebony and some of those other like Clash of Clans some of those co- games have had to put mini games where you like like the find oh. the treasure thing. Like there's little every like thousand hours or something of (laughs) ebony you will play one of those mini games so technically they're not lying to you yeah interesting but they added that after they almost got in legal trouble
0: i never even play mobile games matt like i don't play them enough to to ever have them affect my opinion of pretty much anything
1: i have a couple mobile apps of like board games that i play like just when i'm bored Mm -hmm. like um especially if they're like things that take forever to set up but like They also generally have all those on Steam, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the last mobile-only thing I installed. Probably... Oh probably like Marvel that Marvel Contest of Champions thing. Oh, uh, like that's probably the last thing like that I played. For
0: me, I think it was Oh, Marvel
1: Snap. That's the last. Oh, that's hot, pretty popular. new hot. That's the new last new hotness I played was Marvel Snap. I played it for like a week and that was enough. Cuz at that all... point I hit the point where I'm like, "Okay, you want me to start spending money." So I'm going to try it cuz I want this Venom thing. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that getting the Venom thing was like a 0.05 <laughs> likelihood <laughs> right. and I'm like, "Okay, and it's not even the best Venom thing. It's just Venom. Right. And I'm like, okay, I'm not doing... If you let me just buy Venom, that would be fine. I'm surprised they don't allow that. No, it's all gacha stuff. Weird. That's the whole point. Interesting. And, that, and the loot box thing doesn't work on me. Yeah. Like, I don't have that... I don't have the gambling gene. The last
0: mobile game I installed was the Lord of the Rings Pokemon Go clone.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That
0: was, like, four years. I literally never play games. If I'm going to play games on a flight or whatever, I'm going to play my Switch. Like, I'm going to play real, as you say, real games. So, anyway, it's just, it's an interesting question. Get yourself
1: an analog pocket and just play all those handheld games All of it forever.
0: Yeah, yep. Okay, our last story for today's housekeeping for this week's episode is a little bit of Inside Baseball. Uh, This morning it was announced that IGN staff has decided to unionize and join a union. Um, It makes sense, obviously, with all the things that are going on in the industry, all Mm -hmm. the layoffs, pretty much every other. By the way, in that story, Matt, it was shared that IGN now has, I couldn't even believe it, I still don't know if I believe this is true, 470 million uniques a month?
1: Yeah, that's, I've heard something similar to that working for them at times. So
0: when I was at Game Trailers, and we literally almost caught IGN for a month, which is unbelievable. Like, for us to mm-hmm. do that after being around for two years, we fell like 2 million uniques short. They were at like 30 million uniques then. Mm-hmm. They have gone from like 30-some million uniques to over 400 million uniques and in they, like...
1: It's because they're the only ones left?
0: Eight years! That is insane. And if you
1: Google for like walkthroughs or help or solutions to things they they're the first google thing every time it's i'm sure that's a huge part of it oh
0: everything is they i mean organically they're going to win seo every time yeah. because as soon as they put something up it does 100,000 mm-hmm. views and like like that i mean with those numbers i can't believe that their numbers are bigger like their reviews should be getting like 20 million views
1: like well, but it's exactly what you said it's all seo And so that doesn't necessarily translate into someone being interested in what you have to say. It just means you have information they want that one time. Yeah. But a lot of people want that one thing, and that happens to be the first. Because like I'll, you know, if it's something that just is factual, and like how do you get through this part? And it's it just I'll click on the first thing, especially if it's IGN, because you know I'll click on the IGN one over the whatever game sauce whatever crap below (laughs) it, because I know IGN's gonna load right on my phone. No, you're right. You know, like that's part of it. Yeah. It's a dependable website. In the in just a technical specific because there's so many times and, and you know that even though they're going to throw ads at me, I know where the ads are and I can close them quickly. Like, no, you're right. Some of the other one because sometimes I'll want like a solution or uh, information that is not like super mainstream. If it's like I, Dave the Diver, a couple times I had to go for place, the places that were not IGN, right? And because they were a little you know sometimes they're a little slow in the uptake with the surprise hits, right? Yeah. And I had to go to like other places and. It was just like, oh, I can't... The pop-ups are so ridiculous. They couldn't. So IGN is a little dependable in that regard. So it makes sense to me. But I, I don't think that translates into a brand loyalty. That's the, that's the problem. It's like, there, there's nobody going to read Matt Casamacina's take on the GameCube. Yeah. Like there used to be in the old days.
0: Well, it was funny. So when I worked at Viacom, and I had game trailers that I worked on, I was also working on Spike.com. And Spike.com was exploding as well. And that's how I got promoted mm-hmm. to VP or whatever. And... One thing that, like, the people who worked above me, the FVPs would always say to us, and what we were doing is we were writing... We were basically, like, um, like the Daily Beast or whatever. Like, right. one of those men's sites or whatever where Daily Beast is wrong. Or maybe it is. What's one of the men's sites that sounds like that? I don't know. That just does a bunch of listicles, basically. It built its whole brand on it. Well, anyway... They basically FHM, were like gem
1: BuzzFeed Well
0: anyway. they so they what was happening was our articles, we would do tons of like top ten this, top ten that, and they would go on to dig and they would do gigantic numbers. We were getting like half a million views for like our top ten lists on spike.com. And meanwhile, the full episode that week's full episode of the ultimate fighter would do like thirty thousand views. And so the executives were losing their minds over it and were actually kinda angry at me. Because we were doing better numbers with articles than their crazy expensive TV shows were doing, and one of the things that they always said to me was, "Yeah, but this is drive-by traffic. This is traffic that's coming in from the side and in the back door." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Bro, that's the internet now, yep. like that." I was like, "You know, when you're talking like 67 yeah, year you're old, like, well, dudes, you're not
1: finding a way to make them stay. Like, no one." That's not how it works stay. anymore, dude. That's not it. Like, what yeah. do you think
0: a social media network is? is people coming mm-hmm. from all the different doors. In a
1: sense, streaming, like streaming TV and movies, is the industry finally figuring that out. Yeah, it's crazy. And so, it took them 15 years. Yeah.
0: Well, those old guys would have never figured it out, mm-hmm. and I don't think they even work in television anymore. Because I think I think that, really that
1: generation getting... of guys retiring is a key element to why streaming services rose when they did. No, you're
0: probably right. Yep.
1: The obviously, there's a technical problem there to solve too. But, like, I think a lot of it is, like, you finally had people in charge who were a little, little older than us, but they understood it better than those guys did. Yeah,
0: they totally did. Trying to
1: tell a 70-year-old guy in 2007, like, what the internet was was just, a, it was a fool's errand. Matt,
0: we had to set up, like, group, like, meetings to teach them mm. how to use Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> just to explain to them what it was and why it was important that we did stuff there. Like, that's how it was when I worked there. You know, you go into a meeting and they're like, hey, here's this woman who created the real world. Well, now she's 73 years old, mm-hmm. and it's like, I get it, she created reality TV, but she has no idea what she's doing now. Like, yeah. retire! Well, as like, we
1: as we have experienced firsthand, one hit is enough to secure you in development somewhere for the rest of your life. Pretty
0: much the rest of your life.
1: Yeah. Unbelievable. And
0: is there a bigger hit than the real world?
1: No. Nope. Probably not. not real. I mean, certainly not in that space. <laughs> I mean,
0: I will say, the first time I went to a meeting and she was there, I was like, whoa. Yeah. But after that, I realized like, she didn't know oh, what she was talking about. You were, you were useful
1: in 1991 <laughs> for about 20 minutes, and that's Seriously. about it. Yeah, made
0: up to be a lot of money, though. But
1: again, even all this, year, all these years later, you're talking about 30 some years later. You say the real world, and people know what that is. Oh yeah, and have I mean, you been on the air for how long? Yeah, it's, I mean it's been 40 years now. Yeah. Survivor gets the credit.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. 40 years.
1: Not 40. 90, it was what, 80? 91. Well,
0: it was 91 the real world launch?
1: 89 and 90, 91 in there. Okay. It was, I was in high school. Yeah, yeah I, you're right. Yeah, okay. Because right. Puck wasn't that much older than me when the San Francisco, the third season of San him, Francisco, yeah. that was when it really blew up. He was up. like the skater BMXer dude. He was the, Yeah, he's the delivery driver. <laughs> ahead of his time <laughs> yeah. in a weird way. <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: Uh, so, anyway, well, there you go. So Did he we die? Once again, we completely got off topic and didn't really mm-hmm. talk about IGN unionizing.
1: I mean, they should. Uh, they're the only ones left who really have a job to lose. Really? At this point.
0: And I think that's probably what it's going to They're should, just looking around and they're have like, done Wait it a sooner, minute. Really. we're the only ones left.
1: <laughs> yeah, should have done it sooner, really. But yeah.
0: Like, well, there is a union at Ziff Davis that they were kind mm-hmm. of a part of, but this one is very specific to IGN. And it's not going to save their jobs, per se, but. No,
1: it's going to force Ziff Davis to, you know pay them better when they'll they get
0: fire better them severance out. packages yeah. when they do lay them off it's gonna be matters, a
1: lot and they're gonna have to like justify the layoff to the union which mm-hmm. is usually good you know usually good because you have to like really have a good thing other than like we just don't want to pay this many people anymore, yeah you know <laughs> which is how it, works, how it usually does. works if you're not union that's yeah, true
0: absolutely all right so there you go that's it for housekeeping for episode three seventy five. We have a, we still have a gigantic show to get to. Two big reviews. We're gonna go through the Sony State of Play, which made its own set of news all on its own. But before we do that, here's a word from our sponsor, LS Cream. LS Cream is a fine cream liqueur created by. <laughs> Sorry, guys, again. Stevens, Charles, Brand new show stuff here. By an Price you pay 80, for 1080p. <laughs> and a gold well, we love Ellis Cream so much, we're gonna do it twice. And here you go. Spirit. Here's our ad from Ellis Cream. We're not, is it? <laughs> <laughs> can't, I can't get it to work. What is going on here? Can't, I get, gamer gamer can't get
1: left. Can't get left. Look, it's Big Big Ben Parliament. There he is. Let's start it over again. L.S. Cream is a
0: fine cream liqueur created by fellow gamer and sifter, Stevens-Charles. It's inspired by an ancestral recipe from Haiti called Cray-Mass, and a double gold winner for its original taste at the New York Wine & Spirit international competition. Ellis Cream can be enjoyed on the rocks or as a mixer for drinks with its rich blend of fresh cream and neutral grain spirits with notes of coconut, vanilla, cinnamon, and nutmeg. It's great in coffee or to make espresso martinis, to learn more, discover amazing drink recipes, or to track down your own bottle using a handy store locator, head to creamls.com/sifted. That's creamls.com/sifted. That's right folks, go to creamls.com/sifted. Try to remember to use that URL if you can, but if not, that's totally cool. Most importantly, Valentine's Day is like a week away. It is the perfect time for you to go to pick up a bottle of ls cream that you can share with your significant other on that important day mix up a couple drinks hop in a cab or a taxi go out to dinner have a blast make sure when you get to the restaurant you try to order some ls cream as well and if they don't have it you need to tell them that they should get it at their bar i do that all the time if i go to a club or a bar and they don't have it i tell them that they should get it and they're like oh okay and then they write it down i don't know if they ever do anything but i totally try to sell it to them because it deserves to be sold ls cream is amazing it mixes so well with so many different things and i tell you one thing it's going to mix great with valentine's day so get out there and do it go to creamlscom sifted you can find uh, a bottle in your local area you can figure out how to get it shipped to you just make sure you get it done before valentine's day again that's cream ls.com slash sifted
1: if that's the camera you're going to use we should put the cream the ls cream uh with the oh. transformers
0: oh you're right yeah it's, well, as you can see it's in our wide shot right yeah, throughout the whole show, you can get some product placement. So, get
1: another bottle and stick it back there with Megatron. and.
0: Yep, we can do that. In fact, by the way, Steve, if you're watching the show, I do need more LS cream. So, <laughs> if you're right, <laughs> I can buy it. I'm totally cool with it. I can go to slash sifted, but I have drank all the LS cream that you have given. Well, not just me, me and all my friends have drank all the LS cream that you sent me. So, I'm due for a real. It's all him
1: It's right out of the bottle. <laughs> just- the, the priciest wino. Yep,
0: that's right. And with that, it's time to kick off the show proper. We're going to start things off with, I think this is the biggest release of the week. Yeah. Suicide Squad killed the well, Justice it, League. It, it wanted to be. It tried to be. It felt like it should have been. But
1: is it? I mean, probably. Yeah, it
0: probably still is. Yeah. But
1: by, by default. <laughs> but, like um, this should have. I mean, this should have been a slam dunk AAA release of the whole quarter other than maybe Tekken 8, Mm -hmm. and uh, it isn't.
0: Not so much, unfortunately. Um, One thing I will say is, you know, I curate, so I've poked around and seen some reviews. It's not a 5 out of 10, is what I would say. Um. 5 out of 10, if you look at the games that get 5 out of 10 they're yeah. re- they're like I mean, technically right i mean i would ar- i would
1: argue that it kind of is a five out of ten if we lived in a world where we used the whole 10 points. i'd agree with that you yep. know because it it's terms a seven of, out of ten but in terms of what a five out of ten means in video game reviewing yeah this is like it's this is it's a weird moment to suddenly be honest yeah you know um <laughs> it's a seven
0: out of ten on the, the, on the, it's the a typical six, scale. yeah six to seven yeah. is, is
1: in there i would say it's not that um, bad no it's It's and like a lot of the reasons it's bad are external to the game, right? I mean, there it's not a very good game, but the reason it's that I certainly the reason I dislike it is also related to external things that have nothing to do with it. It's yeah, it's it's where it came from, how long it took, what it is, the concept of it, what they should have done otherwise instead. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot happening there. Um, as a game, um, well, as a game, I think it's a dumb idea, but like. In terms of like what you play what you do with a controller moment to moment it's rather it's quite good the like the, gameplay, sh- I the feel shooting's like, really good yeah the gameplay in this well some of the
0: traversals a little wonky. i don't like the
1: traversal but the shooting is very good shooting feels shooting great. feels really good
0: if you play it with a dual sense controller it feels real yeah. good now it does zap my battery in like two hours yeah. but, mm. but wow like the dual sense like haptic stuff for this game is incredible the gameplay does feel good and snappy mm-hmm. like headshots feel great landing yeah. shots feels great you get that tactile feedback in the controller with the audio yeah.
1: Although all the weapon types feel very different yeah but and nothing feels like underpowered yeah. like it's,
0: and to be it's, fair the traversal for each character does feel different and in some yeah. cases that's a bad thing yes
1: <laughs> um but i also i get you know they you know the not rocksteady but the you know montreal tried that Different, different traversal for every character in uh, Gotham Knights, and I think Suicide Squad succeeds at it better. Yeah. Um. The tr- but it also has the same problem Gotham Knights is where only one of them is fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they um, are all completely different. Like King Shark is basically the Hulk. Yeah, from He just Avengers. jumps around. He just jumps like really far. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, Harley. They try to make her Spider Man, and yeah. it is the worst of the four in my yeah. opinion.
1: Uh, I, I don't like it at it all. It just feels it's clunky, very confusing. And You're jumping between different buttons to do different. Like the the the. the The grapple up to the top of a building button is different than the swing button, which is like, what are you doing? Well, Matt, what I started doing, I just
0: grappled the whole time. I stopped swinging. It's yeah. just, the swing is so weird. Well, my solution
1: was to just play Deadshot.
0: Okay. <laughs> Which he was my, he was my favorite Dead character Deadshot well. is a
1: straightforward shooter. He has a jet pack, so it's basically playing Anthem. I literally like,
0: play him just like it's Anthem.
1: Yeah, I mean, they encourage you to switch because certain, the characters will get fired up for certain missions, right. so you're supposed to switch to them because you get XP bonuses. And I did that for a few times, and after a while, I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna stick with Dead, Deadshot. In part, but but the problem is, and I, it's weird, because it's like, I like, actually, I, I, I can handle I, I play Deadshot's traversal the best. I actually like Captain Boomerang's traversal the best. Okay, because he has a speed force gauntlet. He throws one of his boomerangs, and he teleport. He speed forces there when it when you let go of the button, or when it hits its limit, and then he can do it again. And then he can like, triple, I think d- double or triple jump again after. That. Like he's got a lot, and you can use that to get in close and then jump out fast. Like he can hit and run really easy with it. My problem is I don't like his skill set at all. Like me either. Everybody's actually like, awkward. Everybody's uncomfortably similar, but they're also like just different enough that like if you don't like to play them the way they're supposed to be played, you're not really gonna have a great time. And Deadshot was the Deadshot was the lowest learning curve and the least frustrating for me to kind of get my head around the control differences. Same. Um and then like when they we they want you to switch because of the fired up thing, and you switch over to like King Shark or something, he controls completely differently because the traversal mechanics are altered. And I'd screw up for, like, the first five minutes. Yeah. And then, like, I, then I just, as soon as I adjust to him, I switch back to Deadshot. And I don't remember how the jetpack works anymore.
0: <laughs> I wish I had stuck with one but character. But the, the
1: skill trees are really boring.
0: They're really boring, but they're also gigantic. Yeah. And because I was switching characters every time, I have, like, four characters that are, like, Four levels down out of like ten, yeah. like yeah. I hardly even scratched the surface of the skill trees, and I never had like an OP character.
1: Yeah, I was a little surprised that for something that encouraged you to switch back and forth, they don't share XP. Yeah. So like you you jump if you've been I've been playing Deadshot, he's like level five, and I switch over to King Shark for the first time, he's level one. Yeah. And it's just like and you can upgrade them, and sometimes they do. I think they do level up. You together can give them
0: weapons things. and stuff. Yeah.
1: And- but it's I don't. It's a weird way to do that. Um, and it feels a little tacked on yeah it feels like maybe this what maybe you were originally supposed to just play multiplayer all the time and no, they' kind of tacked on away for single should player.
0: feel tacked on in a game that took this long to create
1: no. but the whole thing kind of does it does Outs- I mean not the gameplay doesn't but the the world and the missions and everything feels like an out- it feels like they ran out of time to come up with anything interesting. yeah the mission objectives there's like five different ones. And they're over and like then the first time like it's like thrown in your face. Like the first time they let you pick a mission, like a side mission, quote unquote, to go to, they basically say pick wisely, and you get three of the same mission that are all three yeah. different difficulties <laughs> and I went and I did all of them. If you held a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you which one is supposed to be the hard one. Right. It's it's really because easy. Because almost
0: any mission can be incredibly easy or just kill you. Yeah. Sometimes it just happens <laughs> it just seems random, like you just get bullied on sometimes you just get ganged up on, and sometimes you just don't have a choice but yeah
1: because because your um your shield doesn't recharge automatically you have to do you have to shoot guy in the knee and then melee kill him dude, what is um, up with that?
0: That is the dumbest mechanic I have ever seen you, literally in this game, you shoot people in the legs and then you finish them off, and then you get your health replenished your shield replenished mm-hmm. it is the dumbest Goofiest mechanic I've ever... Who wants to shoot people in the knee? Who wants to shoot people in the knee? Well,
1: clearly the people uh, who were shooting at the guards in Skyrim. (laughs) Every... Um, Right.
0: Every game that you play teaches you to shoot the neck and the head. And mm. in this, they're like, nope, shoot them in the kneecaps.
1: Unless they're armored, in which case you have to melee them to break the shield. Right. Or if it's a different shield, you shoot that, the weak spot of that, and that'll break the shield. But they'll put it back up if you don't shoot them in the knee or the head soon enough. And that... And, like, for the first, like, two hours... Well, okay, no. For the first 90 minutes, I didn't get to play the game. Because it's all cutscenes and maybe, like, 20 minutes of gameplay. Uh And then they finally do... After 90 minutes, you finally get a title drop. And you get to go out and kind of start doing stuff in the world. Wait, before this
0: B-roll goes away, I just want to point something out. hmm? This is the first DLC that is splashed up for you to buy. Mm -hmm. And, of course, it's Harley Quinn... In a painted-on outfit where she's basically just
1: naked. Well, it's her original outfit.
0: Right. But shouldn't that be in the game for free? And yeah. then... But it's like you're obviously trying to use sexuality to get people to pay,
1: is my point. Like, to me, this is dirty. I was like, really, man? I mean, I don't I don't really think it's... I mean, all of them have this. So. But look,
0: if you go to the page,
1: what's featured? Harley, Harley Quinn, because Harley- basically naked. I mean, she's in her. That's her outfit. Yeah, she was always in the skin tight leotard. But
0: in the game, she's in this frumpy like
1: yeah, because it's, prison outfit from the asylum. Right, and then she changes into kind of the tackier, yeah. like her customized tack. Well, but, but everybody—that's every you know that's But they want thing. you to
0: pay for the sex, dude. Well, they want point. you to
1: pay for the, the classic outfits because yeah. everybody's that. That's the first DLC is everybody's classic comic book outfit. And she doesn't even have a classic comic book outfit because she came from the animated series, right? But um, they're again, they're
0: using her sexy outfit to try to. I mean, generate sure, money. but
1: I mean, it's all, I mean, look at that, dude. Come yeah, on. but that's that's what she dresses. <laughs> that's their original outfit. I hear you. It's man. more skin tight in Arkham Knight. And now look at what you, how she looks when
0: you play. And you can't tell me that there's not thirsty thirteen year old kids out there seeing this outfit and being like, "That's garbage, mom! Give me the freaking credit card! I want that other
1: outfit!" I, I really don't think that's. A, a, a large contingent of the audience. Here. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, we I, were just talking I, about I,
0: the contingent.
1: Yeah, but I don't think that's. I mean, the the the, the shitty thing here is they they're selling the, the characters' classic outfits right at, at PLC. all. Yeah. The reason Harley is featured is not just because she's sexy, but because she's the only one anybody fucking knows. knows. <laughs> um, yeah. She's the most popular character, playable character in this game, by light years.
0: I wonder. And, what, have you seen? Is there data on that? Or are you just guessing? No, I'm just, I'm, which I, is a smart I'm not guess. guessing
1: that she is more popular than Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, and King Shark. I, I would be interested to see you. what the data is on who gets. I played. don't know if she's the most played because she's not very much fun to play. Right, to me.
0: She's like the worst to play in my opinion. Um,
1: she's hard to play. Yeah. Um, not because there's anything wrong with her as a character, but because the traversal is fiddly and or, yeah, it's awkward. Um, yeah. meanwhile, you Spider-Man two gives you all the classic outfits for free yeah. as unlockables. Yeah. And even Avengers gave you a lot of classic yeah. stuff. For, I mean, you, you, you could play Avengers from the start through the campaign and have everybody more or less look like themselves. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the issues people have here who are longtime fans of some of these characters and they do exist, even Captain Boomerang, um, They don't. They're not dressed. Other than King, I mean, King Shark is a giant shark, like (laughs) you get. Like especially Captain Boomerang and Harley don't look like their comic book versions very much. They have kind of more like modern tack gear, cool leather like sort of looks. Uh, Deadshot more or less looks like a modernized version of his armor, Um, but like like an archimized version of it. I mean. Although even the old Deadshot, the white Deadshot, and the other ones, and he, he really has a problem with that <laughs> guy, like, um, yeah, which is what I do enjoy that their their prison outfits do list the, the that's those are their um, premieres. Oh. So like he he was he premiered in I think Flash 117 in 1960 or whatever and her oh, that's cool her thing has I think a, a date the date of the air date of the first Batman the animated series episode that's she was cool. in like that's, that's a nice little oh, there's no. a lot of nice little like clearly I mean people go on about how these people the people who made this didn't know the comic books they do yeah like, it's clearly a, it's just there's a lot of narrative choices here that are.
0: Let's talk Ooh. about the plot. I mean, it's the um, same damn plot of every suicide squad in yeah, anything.
1: Which is one of the frustrations of that first ninety minutes where you're like, we all know where we're going, guys. You're gonna get trick them there. to get
0: the bomb in their head. That's a problem with this IP though. It's like it's kinda like pigeonholed into like, this is the way it's always gonna be. Yeah. Otherwise, they're not the suicide squad.
1: Yeah. And it's like the it's also not a super interesting idea. Like yeah. once you've seen it once, you just you can just get on with it. Yeah. Like and it's funny because it's like one of the reasons they have to set this up so much is because they've teased it twice in previous games and they just never did anything with right. it. And then the one they teased it with mainly was the post-credit scene of Arkham Origins and that was Deathstroke. And yeah. Deathstroke just disappeared because you beat him in Arkham Knight. Yeah. It's, making this an Arkhamverse game is bonkers. It really is.
0: It makes no sense, really.
1: Yeah, and Harley is nothing like the version of Harley that's been in the other games. Uh, I guess I guess uh, Arkham Asylum changes a person, but like <laughs> she's just not like that. Her and, like,
0: voice is completely off.
1: What's us Tara Strong. She does a very different. Um, she
0: sounds like some chick version. from New Jersey. That I knew at Temple well, when she, I went to
1: college at Temple. I mean, Harley's always had a jersey. Accent. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it's she doesn't sound like Harley. She sounds just like typical. Jersey right. Chick. I mean,
1: no one really sounds like Arlene Sorkin, yeah. the original voice, who mm-hmm. was her in Arkham Asylum, mm-hmm. and then I think I want to. I think Tara Strong did her for the other than other two games, um, but this is a slightly deep. Like she's doing more of a Margot Robbie. Uh, yep uh, Harley in this. But even Which is Margo's kind of, is better at it than Margot Margo is much better at, yeah. yeah. I mean, I have no issues with Margo's. Me either. Produ- also, yeah. Margo's Harley is the same person in every movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, every time she shows up, I recognize her as Margo's version of Harley. Mm-hmm. I do not recognize this Harley as the same character who was in the Arkham games. Me too. Just, yeah. she behaves differently. She has a totally different outlook on things. At one point, she lectures Bruce, Bruce uh, Wayne Batman for being mean and beating people up and hurting people. I'm yeah. like, in Arkham Knight, it is canonically established that you beat a child's teeth out with a baseball bat. <laughs> Jason Todd, that's one of the things Arkham Knight says happens. And at a certain point, you can't keep blaming Joker for the choices you made there. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is not a character who gets to be high and mighty about anything. Yeah. Except through the, the, the virtue of her own delusion. But the game doesn't, the story doesn't really seem to see her that way. She seems to be the most...
0: She's, like, the most empathetic yeah, of she, all of them. Yeah,
1: she's kind of played as, like, the most, like, normal of them. Yeah. Or, like, the one who sees things more clearly like than the Like a normal others. human would, yeah. Like, Deadshot is almost shown as shown to, like, like, portrayed as, like, a coward for wanting to get out and, like, see his family. Well, he's also,
0: like, the meathead of the group.
1: He because is. You would but he's think a-
0: King Shark is, but he's actually like the intellectual one.
1: Right. Well, King Shark. King Shark's not stupid. He's just <laughs> right. naive about the up the the, the dry land world, yeah, yeah. which is he's the Fair. he's the best one. He although yeah. he's basically just Drax from oh, Guardians has great of the Galaxy, lines, but he's the funniest. Some of the thing, writing though. in
0: this is pretty good.
1: Yeah, like the it would be a decent directed DVD DC movie. Yeah. Um, and it is three and a half hours long. Of if cut, you just put the cutscenes, it's like a twelve hour game with three and a half hours of cutscenes. So. <laughs> Why did that take nine years yeah. exactly? Well, we need to get um, back to
0: the plot actually and explain it for people who haven't played it. So basically, Brainiac has showed up in Metropolis yeah. and he's taken over the superheroes. You show up and become the superheroes and even end up in the yeah. Hall of Justice. Amanda
1: Waller has basically sent you in to like kill the Justice League. Yeah. Hence the title because of Because the they're name. basically they've they're mind controlled. Yeah, they're mind controlled and they're taking over Metropolis. Batman, except for Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman right. and Flash are not, but Flash does get caught eventually. But like. Wonder Woman is trying; ends up sort of trying to help you, but Batman retains enough is is mind controlled, but has retained enough of his self that he is able to re- recognize that you cannot reverse it. Yeah. So the only thing you can do is kill, kill him. Kill him. Yeah. Um. The other thing that ha- early on, yeah, your, your headquarters is actually the Hall of Justice, the mm-hmm. Justice. That's League- what I'm saying. H- yeah, you end HQ. up being in the superhero's headquarters, which is two interest, t- 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 interesting in two ways. First, um, well that and the museum, uh exhibit which recounts all the events of the arkham games where you're like oh yeah we're gonna recap all the things that were better than this and then the <laughs> and then you go to uh, and the other thing that blew my mind about that is you go around and press a button and activate all the different exhibits they talk about all the different characters yeah almost none of these characters react to any of it yeah. even harley barely has to, lines batman. to, 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 reacts to batman reacts to joker Like, a couple of things like that. But, like, in general, it's like no one has any responses to it. And I had to switch between characters to try and see if anyone had anything to say about anything, and they generally didn't, which makes me think that was added later. But And then you go to the (laughs) Hall of... How is
0: anything added later? Because they... This game was in development for, like, nine years. I don't think they
1: decided to make this an Arkhamverse (laughs) game until later. Maybe. Um, To to try to make it more appealing to somebody, but I think it backfired. Yep. But then you go to the Hall of Justice (laughs) and there's all these exhibits, like, it was... Because apparently this happened on a day when a bunch of children were supposed to visit the Hall of Justice and meet the Justice League so there's all these weird hologram exhibits where the the Justice Leaguers talk about who they are and what they do and da 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 and you find out that after the events of Arkham Knight, Batman basically went underground and became the demon bat and fought <laughs> and fought crime in Gotham by using Scarecrow's fear gas adapted for that. And then at some point, the Justice League formed and invited him to join, and he decided to come out of hiding and be Batman again and join the Justice League. And I'm like, do you understand that that's a way more interesting story, <laughs> Batman joining the Justice League, than, than what you're telling here? <laughs> like a game where you play as Batman as the demon bat and then halfway through yeah. pivots having to become batman again in the in the concept of a global style justice league that's a great game well, it idea really is. that's a good story <laughs> having to play batman <laughs> alongside all these fucking demigods is a cool yeah. idea and
0: then they made this this plot did not keep me going no it did not motivate me to keep playing the gameplay did
1: the gameplay but also like i don't know like maybe i even like i didn't i got about halfway through this before i decided to start watching the cutscenes on youtube because <laughs> i'm like this is just the same thing can over see and over where again. it was going yeah, yeah. and like and but like and I'm not a shooter guy really so it did, I mean I can I've seen videos online where like people are doing really amazing stuff yeah. in there but I don't care to know that any more than I wanted to become like a super awesome Borderlands player right. you know yeah. Um there, like if you're a big fan of like Vanquish like there might be something for you here. Yeah, there's you a, saw the there's sliding there. sliding there. <laughs> and all that like there's an element of that to this. Um, yeah
0: and like some of the enemies you saw earlier in that one clip like I was trying to shoot the one enemy with a sniper rifle well, that was one of the enemies Matt was talking about earlier where you have to go in and melee to break their shields. Um, and there's there's stuff like that throughout the entire game where, like, mm-hmm. you try a weapon on an enemy, it doesn't work, you have to kind of fiddle around with stuff until you figure out what they need. Um, there, there are some missions later on in the game where you need to take down specific enemies first because then they drop something that you pick up that powers you up that allows you to take out the other enemies in the yeah. mission. And those missions got annoying after a while, man, like... You have to keep constantly using your scan ability to find figure out where the enemies are that you need to kill first so you can pick up the thing and then go kill the other enemies.
1: Yeah, they're the most standard online open world activities you can imagine. Like yep. they reminded me like Fallout 76 stuff from the yeah. first two years.
0: Yep. Another common mission is there will be like a bus, yes, really a bus, mm-hmm. that will be parked there and you need to go from one location to another, wiping out the enemies and then picking up people who are hiding Take them back to the bus and drop them off. That mission type repeats over and over again. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, Matt, my favorite mission type in
1: this when was... When you play Suicide Squad, you're expecting an escort mission. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, like...
0: Pretty much. My favorite missions in this were the ones where you get the vehicle. Like, you have mm. the one guy who is at the Hall of Justice who's building these vehicles for you, and you get in these cars, and you fly around and just bomb the living hell out
1: of everything. Mm. That
0: was, like, the funnest missions in the game, and it's just, like, an aside.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's... It's it's anemic in a weird way like it yeah. doesn't give you it, there's no hook here um yep. like, who
0: really cares about suicide squad not, I'm, not, not, not many, people. many people
1: and like they, they did it was in like 2017 right
0: yeah that ship yeah. has sailed
1: um <laughs> and i like yeah i like the james gunn version way better yep. but like and yeah, it's obviously why king shark is in this yeah but uh I, it's it's not a, these aren't characters i want to play as
0: yep and then there are light RPG elements. We talked about the skill trees already. You level up, but like all the leveling is basically automatic. It's not like you're assigning skill points. Yeah,
1: You barely notice it happen sometimes. Yeah. Because because the, the HUD is so crowded and the, the inner interface is so on top of itself that sometimes you miss the level up. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't even pop up because it's so covered with other text in the no, same you're place.
0: Right. And the Hall of Justice is, like, your home base where you go back and, like, the Penguin is there to give you weapons and upgrade weapons. It's like every other game of this type where you have this one area you go back to where you heal up, level up your weapons, buy new weapons, do all that kind of stuff. So the design of this game is pretty stereotypical for these style of games, for sure. Um, You have two guns, you have a melee weapon, you have a grenade, a shield mod, a traversal mod, and then you get two more mods eventually that unlock a little later in the game. Um, some of the missions I just found that really just dragged on, particularly after you've done them three or four times, like, there was, like, this one mission where you kill enemies, and you pick up, they leave behind orbs when you kill them, and then you have to go to this place and, like, deposit the orbs, and then that makes, like, the thing vulnerable, and then you can shoot it, and, like, the first, it's, like, five or four or five different waves, and the last wave is, like, 16 or 20 enemies. It's, like, by I'm just like, why am I doing this? Like, what is the point of this? And there is a lot of shooting the weak point, the purple weak points throughout yeah. the whole thing. Like,
1: yeah, the impressions of that and that first gameplay thing that delayed got it delayed a year uh, were, were, dead were accurate. On. Yeah.
0: yeah. And when we talked about it, we're like, we I hope will not it the way I will the- say,
1: I did kind of enjoy this section where you basically get to play as the criminals in a Batman Arkham Asylum Predator yeah. level. like like the kind of feeling of like what it was like to be on the other side of that to be hunted by batman
0: yeah just this very tiny section here was really fun um and then you get special attacks you one of them you do with both shoulder buttons the other one if you're playing on playstation you tap square and x at the same time those are kind of your big finishers um you get three revives before you fit quote unquote fail um and by failing basically they just take you back to your last spawn point you're not punished that much for dying in this game at all really uh, but you do get three revives. Your team will revive you. You can choose to revive yourself. Did you play cooperatively at all with other humans? No, I did, but they just went ran off and like didn't care what I was doing, and they weren't fighting with me at all. They weren't paying attention to the mission objectives, and I was just like, okay, I guess I'm gonna play this whole game by myself. <laughs> like I struggled to find good eight good partners to play with, and honestly, like the AI does a fine job as long as they revive me when I die. I don't really care about what else they do. No. (laughs) As long as they're making, like, one-liners here and there to keep, like, things jovial. Um, Yeah, there's no mounts in the game, and there's really no fast travel. You can fast travel back to the Hall of Justice, and that's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. And I did, because... It takes a
1: while to get places. It
0: does. Like, again, I didn't like the traversal for a couple of the characters, and I was like, dude, I would really just like to fast travel. And the world isn't that big. Like, it's not like... Assassin's Creed Valhalla-sized or anything like that. Like, it's big, but it's not, like, overwhelming.
1: It's, yeah, I mean, it's like... It feels like Arkham Knight-sized, yeah, more or less. Yeah, it's
0: probably, what, about a third the size of Marvel Spider-Man 2's world?
1: Yeah. Something like maybe. that? About half of Manhattan, I yeah, would say.
0: roughly. So it's not like you get overwhelmed by that stuff playing the game. Um, the world's not that big, but it is... I still would like to have some freaking fast travel. Yeah,
1: and it just feels like there's, you know... The jetpack just seems to get you places quicker than... It, the others do. It
0: does. That's and that's why I stuck with Deadshot. The
1: jetpack and the and the Speed Force boomerang seem to be way more efficient yeah. than Harley and the and the shark.
0: Yep, I agree. Um, and then Matt, I had like I don't know if it's a bug or what, but I had this problem where I had completely cleaned off the map. Of all mission objectives, the only two objectives left on the map were boss fights. And when I would go and try to select the boss fights, the game would say, "We've run the math, and you're
1: nowhere, nowhere near strong yeah, enough I to think fight that's that a boss bug. fight." That's not. I it ha- it has to be. Yeah. Like eventually. Flash is the first boss. Like, you, you can't if you can't fight Flash. Like I don't, I don't remember gating. For both that at Flash all.
0: and the Green Lantern fights. They were gating it and saying like I wasn't powerful enough to take them on. And I had literally cleaned off the whole map. There was mm. no mission objectives left other than the Riddler stuff. Which I hardly touched at all, to be honest. Um, so I don't know. I think you're right. I think it was a bug, but I haven't seen other people talking yeah, about having that issue, which I don't is know really what weird. You do, what
1: you do about that? Yeah. Um, um, also, I, unless there's something you're mi- I don't know. I, I did not run into that. I didn't fight Green Lantern though. I flash was a, flash was about all I needed to know that I didn't <laughs> need to go any further here. Um. And uh, also, uh, in case you're curious, apparently uh, Brainiac the fight with Brainiac is just the Flash boss oh. fight reskinned.
0: Well, they are gonna get pissed on that spoiler, Matt. They were pissed last episode you spoiled something on some game. Yeah. I can't remember what it was,
1: though. I don't do spoilers.
0: <laughs> you mean you don't care about them?
1: Well, I don't care, but I also don't say anything that's a spoiler. If you think what uh, I say is a spoiler, you're wrong. Well, I mean... Spoilers are things that ruin the story. Uh, Nothing I say ruins the story. I mean,
0: you now know that the, who the last boss is.
1: Brainiac, yeah. the main villain of the whole game. I mean,
0: some games don't do it that way. This it's game like a... does.
1: You see Brainiac in the first shot.
0: No, but I mean, like they make you think that that's the bad, bo- the main boss, and then it ends up being somebody else, or something happens where the mi- the final. Well, if boss they do is... that,
1: I haven't told you that, have I? So I didn't spoil it. <laughs> but they know it's a spoiler to say who the last boss is. No, it's not. It is unless it's a surprise who the care. If it's the same bo- guy you're fighting the whole time, that's not a spoiler. If suddenly. Lex Luthor shows up and is behind all of it. That would be a spoiler, but I'm pretty sure Lex is supposed to be dead. But it could, break, right, But it
0: could have happened, and now people know it doesn't happen. That's the point. That's
1: a, that's the opposite of a. That's a non. <laughs> it's <laughs> you, like, you, it's you, like it's also not a. It's also not a spoiler to say that Spider-Man didn't show up and all fight all
0: you. All I'm saying is I guarantee there's going to be comments about you just saying that. Good. Well, they,
1: they can fuck off.
0: <laughs> um. Let's see. Age of the Legend
1: Watson. Is yeah. Spoiler. Him. Bowser's the last boss in Mario. Like, <laughs> give me a break.
0: Well, every Mario game is the same. That's not a fair comparison. That's and an apples and oranges comparison. That's not fair at all. Um, AJ the Legend Watson asks, "Do you see this lasting longer than the Marvels Avengers? Which is the better game? Marvels Avengers Th- is
1: better. Mm, I think it is. This is a this plays better, but I, the combat Marvel, feels better. Marvel." is a better game in terms of what they had you do in a campaign. Almost everything else. Yeah.
0: That, I played that campaign for like, it felt like 20 hours. The
1: gameplay of Suicide Squad is better.
0: I agree with that. But the playing the actual game... But the actual like, Avengers campaign is better. Is better yeah. Avengers, yes. I, and also I played it for like 20 hours or something. Like it was a big yeah. campaign. This is over in like 9 or 10 hours. Yeah. Um, Which again, how do you work on a game for that long? That's only nine or ten hours long, and three I'll, hours of it is cutscenes. I also
1: don't think this will last as long as Avengers did. I don't either, because Avengers they shut that down in a year, right? Yeah,
0: I think this may be done and dusted in like a month.
1: I think, uh, yeah, because the the biggest factor here is going to be uh, sales. For Warner Brothers, is a mercenary company. Like oh, if it, yeah. it doesn't sell, what they more than any sell. other publisher, stop, really. they're not going to sit here and let them Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven this thing. They're going to like, yeah. they're going to pull, they're going to Babylon's fall it. Yeah, They're going to pull the plug.
0: Yeah. So, and then once the network is gone... I mean, I did play most of this by myself, but... Yeah, I
1: mean, you can play this offline, no yeah. problem. But it's like... But again, even where people are talking about, like, you know, oh, it sucks that, like, you know... All of my favorite Justice League characters got killed because it's killed the Justice League. And then, like, Rocksteady's like, well, in other seasons, there you know, the multiverse is there, so there might be other versions. They might not be totally dead or because de- the I Joker's mean, coming back because he's from another de- another multiverse. And it's I like- mean, multiverse is the ultimate so, like, cop-out. Yeah. I mean, you
0: can just reneg on everything you've ever done in mean, the multiverse.
1: Yeah, well, welcome to reality. Um, but, like, uh, that, I mean, multiverse might be real. You, <laughs> I mean, know. it's possible, but... Like, and I don't agree with that. There's good ways to do multiverse stuff, and there's bad ways to do multiverse stuff. And but it
0: is always a cop-out. It, you can always just say, oh, that happened in that timeline, but in this other timeline... Right, but it still It takes to- the consequence out of the the prior experience. I don't it, agree with and that it, at all. It, it does, I'm speaking for myself, Matt and it does it takes a consequence out of it it makes me the next time say well maybe I shouldn't get so invested in this because it's not real because there's some other universe where other crap is and I understand why you're defending it because pretty much every superhero movie at this point is relying on that and I think it's lazy
1: well that's not why I'm defending it I'm defending it because it can work and it does work I don't I mean maybe Iron Man in, in Avengers Endgame died yeah there are billions of other iron tony starks out there in the multiverse right but the one we followed for those however many years that took he died in that in that timeline but
0: matt is, and, if they and put out another just, movie where he's there then i i'm not gonna get duped again man the next if they start this whole other well, like series one. of movies where here's iron They're man not. again and i don't i'm not gonna get invested in him like i did the last time i'm just not it's human nature i think
1: no i think that's you and, and there's other people that agree with you on that, but well, then comics, it's not just me. But, com- <laughs> right, but I mean, that's a particular kind of person who sees that a certain way, and I don't agree with that. And I think well, comic I mean, everyone's books, everyone's different, right? But like I'm saying, most people don't feel that way because certainly most people have followed I mean, comic books. Look at the Marvel movies now; the Marvel they're movies trying
0: to reset it, and nobody cares
1: because they're bad movies, not because they're using <laughs> multiverse stuff. I
0: mean, that, that's part of it for sure. Most
1: of the mul- there have been multiverse things in three movies since Endgame. That's it. The, the disappointment in the Marvel movies is because they have stopped executing well. Yeah, e- Eternal. Eternal ha- I don't care Eternals about. Eternals has no multiverse stuff in it at all. Yeah, I mean, no one remembers well, Eternals honestly, came. The reason
0: out. I don't care about the Marvel movies anymore is because I don't care about the characters it features. Well, that's
1: the big problem is you had yeah. clear, all the stars had, were in the last. You run. had clear, well, they were made stars by Marvel. Well, they
0: were stars to me and you because well, we've we're, been reading the comics for years and well, years. No, well, I,
1: no, I, I mean, they were made stars because they became popular and now everybody knows who Chris Evans and, and Oh, you all mean those the humans, humans that played Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, they weren't stars to me as comic book characters because the Avengers are C list losers. My entire life reading comics, they were, I never
0: looked at it that way.
1: They were the, the Marvel struggled to know what to do with the Avengers for almost our entire. They were life all space.
0: my heroes. They were all superheroes that I loved to follow and read their individual
1: comics through the you're, years. You're an exception then, because really? Avengers, like the
0: main characters in those movies, like yeah. Iron Man. Iron Man, and Man was
1: like, a Iron Man was a C, maybe a D lister when Iron Man the movie came I mean,
0: came I'll, I'll admit I was not a gigantic Iron Man fan, but well, nobody I was. <laughs> That's the problem. Right. But I still respected him and all the other ones. I, knew, I, were, I mean, I knew who was. he
1: was but like I never read a solo Iron Man comic until after that movie I had but not um, a lot Marvel's bread and butter the the top of their business for our entire lifespans until the MCU was Spider-Man and X-Men Yeah, and that is it Captain America lost his solo title in the late 80s Thor didn't have a solo title for almost two decades. Iron Man lo- stopped and restarted because they made a cartoon series that kind of revived him in the 90s and he had, he had some a period there. Mm-hmm. Um but the Avengers they their book got canceled. They the only time they were ever relevant was when they crossed over with um X-Men. And actually, let's not you can't forget. I mean, you can forget because it was forgettable and nobody fucking knows it because nobody read these books, but in the late 80s to the early 90s, the Avengers lineup was like Crystal, yeah. the Black Knight, no, you're right. Hercules. Now back then, you're right. The like, bunch of care. the swordsmen, yeah. like no, yeah. <laughs> and it's like they'd show up and you're like, who are these idiots? Like no, yeah. basically, Avengers team was too much of. And Haw- Hawkeye was always on the team because Hawkeye yeah. has nothing better to do. <laughs> but like <laughs> right. the fact that event- if you had told me in 1991 when I was working at the comic shop and the, as deep in the comic sh- comic book shit as I ever was, that in like 20 years there'd be an would Avengers be movie, Avengers movie would come out make a billion dollars, I'd be like, you're out of your fucking mind. Like well,
0: back was- then you're right though. They were in this weird rut where yeah. they had a bunch of characters in it that nobody cared they about. They made
1: these things household names. I mean, James Gunn made a talking raccoon and a tree <laughs> a ha- household names with one fucking movie. Yeah. And like, you know... I think that shows you, you the magic of you writing. You could do... Though. Well, you could do that with Suicide Squad if you did a good Suicide Squad thing, but they haven't. Yeah. I mean, Harley caught on, but I think Harley was already sort of already pre-molded for them. Yep. Um, and part of the problem is they're not interested in making these characters who are established as something into some character. You know, the characters in Guardians of the Galaxy have almost no relation to who they were in the comics before that movie came out. Now the comics are all like that because they, yeah. they mold themselves to be. Tony Stark didn't make a sarcastic quip in the history of his fucking existence before no, right. yeah, he wasn't Robert that. Downey Jr. made He wasn't funny. Right. And now after Robert Downey Jr., he is funny. Yeah, he made that character. for So sure. I'm saying, same with King, I mean, look, King Shark, that version of King Shark, that's James Gunn's King, King right, Shark. yeah. You know, but... Maybe do that for Captain Boomerang and Deadshot, <laughs> and you might have something. Yeah. Like You can make me care about a character if you tell me a yeah. good story with him. This is not that.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, so is that two thumbs down from us? Because I'll be honest with you, Matt. I had to pay for this game. I talked about it a couple weeks ago. That Warner <laughs> So Brothers, did
1: IGN. Yeah.
0: Yeah, apparently a lot of people did. <laughs> they
1: knew. Warner Brothers knew what they had.
0: They probably did. Um, so I paid for this with my own money, your money. You know, you're my, you're mm-hmm. our patrons, and you, you paid for this game so I could cover it. I feel ripped off. I mean, it's like nine hours long. I don't see myself going back. I don't care what DLC they release. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just not really interested in playing it anymore unless they can come up with some interesting mission objectives. Also,
1: Nolan Bozos then makes a good point. At the same time, the Avengers are a bunch of losers. So is the Justice League. Who was um, in the Justice League then? Booster Gold, Blue ah, Beetle, Fire, Ice, yeah. um, Bloodstone, who was actually Martian Manhunter in disguise. It wasn't until the mid-90s when Grant Morrison did JLA and was like, I'm bringing back the big guns, and they did the big seven again, which is Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Martian Manhunter, Flash, Green Lantern, and Hawkman. Yeah. And Hawk Girl as well.
0: The, all the characters that were in the cartoon, they, they, basically. Yeah. well, yeah.
1: That was right alongside that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that was that was, a great that, cartoon, that was why the cartoon came about, was because J- JLA revealed revived the Justice League as a concept because they'd been a bunch of, especially after the Super Friends, they basically were like, oh, everyone thinks the the core DC characters in in the Justice League is a bunch of cheesy crap, so we're going to change it up and became justice league international post-crisis stuff messed with that and finally they realized like oh if we put our big heavy hitters on this team and make them work together and fight <laughs> fight that was the key with that morrison figured out it has to be a threat that you need all those big guys together, together to fight like you have, it has to be something that you're like oh if they didn't have superman and wonder woman and Martian man and green lantern they would have lost this fight yeah that was the big change or
0: aquaman was in
1: that cartoon too aquaman was in there yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that card. Apparently, originally, uh, apparently the tutorial of this originally was murdering Aquaman. <laughs> really? That seems to have been cut at some point, but I heard it I heard that at one point you the the intro to the game was basically killing Aquaman. Wow. Which would have been pretty funny.
0: Well, let's check in with you guys cuz I'm guessing you guys have been playing it too. It's been out for the whole weekend at this point. I'm sure some of you guys felt weak and went and bought it. Um what do you guys got to say here about it? I
1: pirated and I still feel ripped off," since Silk Snake.
0: Oh, you pi- don't talk about pi- pirating stuff in our stream, dude. If you're gonna do it, keep it to yourself. I don't want to hear about it. Um, let's see. Well, it looks like no one's really saying anything, which just says all that needs to be said. <laughs> it's
1: interesting that it's really already almost left the the discussion online. Yeah. Like, I mean, you've got people that, for whatever reason, have decided to make it their whole personality that the game is being unfairly hated and maligned, which is like, okay, if that's, if that's how boring you are, uh, I guess that can be a thing. Zed Saber says, I fell asleep during
0: the Eternals movie. I'm not surprised by that at all.
1: Yeah, yeah I like the Eternals, <laughs> yeah. but I understand why it didn't hit. Yeah. Like, it was very pretty, but it was, it was just sort of, why are you doing that? Yeah. Um,
0: look, so a lot of people are saying, look, multiverse is lazy book. Well, I don't care
1: what anyone says, I'm talking to you. Okay. Uh, um, also, again, it's, it's, again, it's wrong. Stuff. Some of the, some of the, I mean, a multiverse movie won best picture last year. There is such thing as good multiverse. Oh though. yeah,
0: I, I don't say it's just 100 percent trash or.
1: Anything. But it can be super lazy writing. I, I think in the like case he... of what they're doing with Suicide Squad here, it is super lazy because it just means yeah, it literally means nothing matters. Again, why are you setting this in the Arkhamverse if you wanted to use Joker? Errol <laughs> right? Jones,
0: right there, he nails it. It's a live service game. It's not 10 hours. It's potentially hundreds. The campaign is just yeah. a tutorial for the real end game. And you're right. That is how. I mean, a that lot is how people... they frame it. Yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. You and like, it. I can
1: buy that for something like Diablo. But yeah. this is a game where you. I mean, I've, I, there's people I've seen on like Reset Air and stuff that are already like level master level 50, Jeez. which means they've leveled over again.
0: Oh my to 50 God.
1: after the in the end game, and I'm just like, there's, what are you doing? Um, AJ I mean, asks, look, is
0: it worth watching the cutscenes for? the story how good is it max I haven't <sighs> watched them all
1: it's I mean it's fine I I think there's a bunch of dumb choices in it um, the way some of the Justice League people die is stupid um, what happens to Wonder Woman is stupid what happens to Batman is I know people have freaked out. They're like, "Oh, this is the farewell to Kevin Conner." It's like they didn't know Kevin Conner was gonna die when they made this fucking thing. Weirder shit has happened to Batman in Elseworlds stories. It almost
0: feels a little bit like a cheap, like marketing. A little bit, but like it, it, which would be really gross. Well,
1: they aren't doing that. Like Warner Bros. isn't doing that. The fans are saying that. The Uh, fans are the ones saying Warner Brothers. No, the fans Mm -hmm. are saying, like, how dare you make this the final performance? First off, it's not. He recorded lines for two other projects that aren't out yet. Oh, okay. Second. Like, that's a stupid way to criticize this thing. It's, you don't bring the, a dead voice actor in as some kind of, like, justification for not liking this scene. I don't like that the scene in which they fight Batman because I think it's a really weak way to end the Arkham version of Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, I, they, if you go back to play Arkham Asylum and think that's how this Batman ends up, that's terrible. That's, yeah. that's really stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, feeds my thing of, like, I don't think this was supposed to be an Arkham game originally doesn't it just, feel like it and like it feels weird to do and like there's things where like like uh, uh when you when you beat flash the, uh um there's a lot of people complaining that like captain boomerang pisses on his corpse mm-hmm. he doesn't do that but he mentions it and yeah, it's yeah. like but he wouldn't the thing is like flash's rogues gallery is weird in that they respect him because he respects them. Like, there's a whole thing, and you'll see this in the cartoon, you see it in the comic. It's very com- somewhat in the CW show. Like, he wants them to be okay. He wants them to re- be rehabilitated, and he helps them. Like, he's like, if you need anything before you try to commit a crazy, weird crime, you know, call me, and I'll yeah. come help you. I'll, I'll help you. We'll figure it out. And, like, so he's actually, like, the most successful of the main superheroes at kind of re- rehabilitating these guys. And they all don't like him because he stops their schemes, but he, they respect him because he tries to help. And that's kind of a. They use that as a counterpoint to him in Batman sometimes, where Batman throws all his villains in like this horrible pit called Arkham Asylum, and whereas like Flash goes and checks on them every weekend. Yeah. You know. And obviously, this is its own universe. It's a multiverse. It's you know you can have different. It's Elseworlds. You can take different versions of different characters. For God's sake, there's an Elseworlds where Batman's a vampire. You can do wildly different stuff. But you gotta justify it a little bit to me if you wanna go if you gotta be a reason for that. And the only reason to make Captain Boomerang this horribly unpleasant asshole to literally everyone, including the Flash, seems to be because that's the only personality that could come up with it for him. In this. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it just along with the whole like, oh, we're gonna get another universe's Joker because we want you to have the Joker as a playable character because we think that'll sell his DLC and sell you season passes. Like that just feels like lazy bullshit to me, yeah. and none of it is very satisfying. There's some good moments here and there. King Shark is kind of funny. He is funny. Um, I think he's pretty consistently. Yeah, funny. Yeah, more or less. Like he's he's the best. He's the standout character of the main, sure. of the main four mm-hmm. for sure. Um, the, the 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 tech is very good. like the the animation is very good. Yeah. Like the like it's a great. Yeah, visually a, oh yeah. I mean I think visually it's busy and unappealing I don't like the design of it and I think there's too much brainiac purple everywhere um, <laughs> like, it's just cluttered
0: crazy. like if you get up on a vista and overlook the city yeah. it's pretty freaking
1: crazy oh yeah it's, imp- it's like whoa I guess I'd say like doing that is like it's impressive but yeah. it's not pleasant. No, I agree. It's like your eyes are almost like, whoa. That's like too much noise. Where do I even go? Right. Where do they go? Your eyes are like... like, like a lot of times you get high up in in an open world game like that. You look around, it's like, oh, let's go over there and see You see the landmarks. Yeah. And in this, you're just like, this is just... Everything's a landmark. It's it's, it's like looking at a room where there's boxes everywhere. I hear you. Um, But on the technical... Achievement here is very impressive. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, even just the fact that because Har- when Harley does the the traversal thing, she grapples onto this bat drone, yeah. and that bat drone is always there. It is. It it's always flying around, around yeah. and roosting on something. Yeah, it's, yeah. That, I'm very impressed. It's like alive, yeah. but it's like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't make the it game better, make it really. any better. No, no, it no. doesn't. It doesn't save anything. But I feel like it's someone worked real hard to make that happen, no, and I appreciate right. that. I would um, pay
0: like forty bucks for this game. That's what I'd be willing to pay for it. Mm.
1: I would be willing to pay 20 bucks to watch it on Blu-ray. Okay. <laughs> um, it's way... 70 bucks. I would never right. tell someone to buy this. Because, again, like, it's... As if, if this was, like, a throw... Like, one of those DVD straight-to-video releases they do for the animated stuff, it would be fine. Yeah. It would be like, okay, it wouldn't be... It would be mid-range, it would be pretty good. Okay, it's it's an interesting take on this. Like Because you didn't really need any... back. The backstory on this is set up for you in the very beginning. Okay, Brainiac... Arrived and took over the Justice League, and these misfits have to kill them somehow, even though nobody can kill Superman. Like, that's a pretty good setup, right? Um, But as a game, it's tedious. As a, yeah. as a follow-up to the Arkham games, it's a fucking crime. It really is. Um, it's,
0: nowhere, it's not even the same league as the Arkham games. As Rocksteady's
1: games. first output in almost a decade, it's inexplicable. It's really disappointing. And but so
0: many people have left there now.
1: Yeah, it's I not mean, the same. Now you're seeing the, it, the
0: brain drain. Yeah. It's just like Rare. It's like you can buy the name and the logo, you can't buy the people that make the stuff, mm. and you lose those people.
1: And on top of all of that, same. I think it would be received a little better if it wasn't such a blatant game as a service. Yeah. Attempt like yeah. it, it. Not even this. I mean, the the gas stuff isn't even all that obtrusive. It's just sort of like pops up once in a while and whatever. And there's a season pass and whatever. And they and they keep promising that if you don't like the stuff that's in there, this this is just season zero. Like how dare you call something I, that's I spent seventy dollars on season zero? Yeah, it's like f like, off. Give yeah. me a break. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's just yeah. ridiculous. And so in that sense, I think it makes it even more repellent. Um, If it was just a straight up, if it was like a Guardians of the Galaxy thing, like a single player game where you had multiple characters and kind of switch, you know, you obviously don't switch between them and Guardians, but you know what I mean. Yeah. If it was a single player adventure that told its story and like had solid mechanics and like that, I don't think there would nearly be as much um, consternation over it or just people just sort of, like it's gross. Yeah, it is gross. gross. It feels gross.
0: I agree. So that's the rare two thumbs down from game face that doesn't happen very often here because we don't really no, talk about not. bad games all that much no. honestly
1: well and also like some i mean sometimes we disagree but a lot of time like at most i think sometimes like you like something and i'm just like meh yeah or like i like something and you're like i didn't play that or it's not right. my thing yeah like very rarely do we both be like this is bad yeah it's not worth the money honestly the last time might have been babylon's fall yeah <laughs> i think you're right <laughs> So anyway, don't, there don't, you go. Don't bring your Game of the Service shit to this show. <laughs> right. we're gonna We're going to take it out.
0: <laughs> yep, so there you go. That's our review of Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League.
1: <laughs> Nolan Bozo's on, why did not you just fly around attached to the drone? You shut up. <laughs> we're not here to think. <laughs> All right, next up. and we Just, are con- running- just consume the product and buy the <laughs> Battle Pass. Come on. Well, it was funny. Um, somebody
0: gave us a bunch of crap because we didn't cover the Xbox developer Direct long enough. They were upset that we covered The Last of Us Part 2 remastered longer than we covered the Xbox Developer Direct. Um, and they're like, they said something like, oh, but the state of play you watch, you're going to cover it for forever. That's not going to happen because we're running out of time. So we are about mm-hmm. to cover Sony's uh, state of play. Then it's also jo- not
1: going to happen because I forgot I watched that until you just mentioned Oh, really? It, so.
0: <laughs> well, the truth is, it was pretty damn good if you're into third-party
1: games. Yeah,
0: But Matt... Where are the first party games
1: they're hiding where are they they're hiding this is crazy look you, you can't just throw all these other exciting first party games out there and get in the way of uh, game of the year candidate Hell divers 2 well I, I saw someone online who said that Hell divers 2 is the first game they've pre-ordered in five years <laughs> I I have a lot of questions
0: <laughs> like probably I think suicide squad might have been a smarter buy me yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, let's get to the state of play. It was a good one, but it wasn't good if you're a fan of Sony's first-party games because it really showed, like, hardly any. Like, Helldivers 2 was pretty Mm -hmm. much the only one. And what it really was, Matt, was just another wank fest for Hideo Kojima. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's really what it was. Um, So he announces, finally, his replacement for Metal Gear. Also, do you find this guy awkward,
1: Herman Hulse? Like, oh yeah, I mean, he looks like he's about to plan something that's definitely going to kill Sherlock Holmes. This it's just time.
0: the way that he talks. He's <laughs> always like leaning back. I mm. don't know what it is about him, but anyway, he's now the head of PlayStation Studios, which is a little odd. But anyway, here we go. They finally threw enough money at Hideo Kojima, where he's like, "Okay, now I will make Metal Gear again." I mean, that's pretty mm. much what happened. Yeah, the f- Fizzent, which is just going to be Metal Gear Solid Two or whatever the hell you want to yeah, call it. it
1: Fizzent what I wanted. This. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just the jokes right themselves um and my, the other thing too i would say is this game probably is going to be like a playstation 6 launch game
1: yeah this is way out it's way out like he literally says like that's like two games in the last two months where he had to be like oh this is definitely happening yeah <laughs> we promise od is a real game is actually a video game yeah because then there's od that he's working on like i'll but say this then the death stranding 2 thing Tells you nothing. Well, we'll get to that. Absolutely nothing. But I do have Stop to hand it to... Stop letting this man take up, like, 25% <laughs> of your fucking state of play presentation shit and, like, tells, say nothing.
0: I've got to hand it to him, though, Matt, because he is one of the few developers who has managed to play both sides. Mm-hmm. He is able to secure exclusive money from both Xbox and and playstation and i wouldn't be surprised if nintendo cozies up and backs the brink's truck up to him as well here in the not too distant future i don't think
1: I, he's so obsessed with cutting edge stuff i don't think he would do nintendo stuff
0: i mean it would be smart for nintendo to try to get i him think they
1: should try yeah. for
0: switch 2 particularly if it's going to be at least somewhat advanced oh, yeah. which i hope to god it is but yeah this whole thing ended up just becoming the hideo kojima show for the I most mean, part i mean
1: maybe the switch 2 could run like Death Stranding One. This you get i would a, hope like a special switch version <laughs> where you get right. where he gets you unlock all the stupid you gets like metroid armor and like or Mario you actually hats deliver stuff
0: physically with your handheld switch <laughs> uh, no <laughs> god yeah.
1: but i could see him delivering like switch like switch like bundles right. and stuff right yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> well here was the big story for Hideo a gigantic trailer for Death Stranding 2 this trailer is 10 minutes long yep
1: yeah. and tells you nothing
0: Yeah. About the
1: game itself.
0: I mean, it makes me think that combat might be more of a thing. That's, like, the only thing I gleaned from this. And I'm sure if I had played the first game for 80 hours or whatever, I probably could have squeezed a lot more out of this. I didn't. I played it for, like, 15 or whatever before I got sick of it and quit. But... This didn't tell me hardly anything about what's going to be in the next game. Again, fans, just, I'm
1: sure. Just George Miller is yeah. <laughs> going to be
0: in it, from what I got. Other than it seems like combat might be more of a thing, only because they focused on it so
1: much in the trailer. Maybe. Like, that would be weird for him, though. He's, it, he's,
0: won't be, it would be weird for this franchise, of course, too. Like, it wouldn't make sense, but maybe they're trying to push this into a more action-oriented space so that it sells better than the first one did. I don't mm-hmm. know. But again, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what did I take away from this trailer other than just the usual
1: weirdness from Kojima's trailers? Nothing. It's just more weirdness. Yeah. And none of it's going to matter. And, like, the thing that blew my mind was, like, people going on about, like, oh, my God, I can't believe how he made such a compelling character out of that what other villain guy who shows up at the end. And I'm Uh, like, really? The dude with the guitar? Yeah. Yeah. The the, guitar. Like, are you seriously saying that a guy, I mean, have you, like, that is an anime staple. Like yeah. it's, just, it, it's just like people that don't know things are like, oh my god, he uses a guitar as a weapon. I could name you a dozen anime characters that do that. Like, What, does just- Hi-Fi Rush do that? Hi-Fi Rush does do that, <laughs> yes. We just saw B-roll of
0: that, like... The girl ago.
1: in Fuli does that. Yeah. Uh, there was the guy who flew a fucking Veritech in Macross 7. He controlled the plane and the robot with his guitar. Like, that's a whole thing. Kojima has become one of the more polarizing things in the games industry. Well, if, for me, like, I, I, his... People his, either love him or, are like, you're a wanker. I mean, he is. I mean, I, even some people who love him know he's a wanker. I <laughs> mean, like, um, but, like, because some people just like how weird it is. But, like, I don't see a lot of people super defending, like, Death Death Stranding's gameplay.
0: This trailer, on Sifted, the comments on the trailer were glowing. People were losing their minds. And look, I don't rain on people's parades. I just let them have their fun. I'm like, if you like Kojima's Mm -hmm. stuff, like... If you do like Kojima stuff, this is a ten minute opus of Kojima. I guess <laughs> it like, really is. Like, I mean,
1: but it's like the thing where it's like, okay, like I understand what people are like they see things and they think it is like looks interesting. So like, like, she's got the weird hands for her mask and they're yeah. they're in black and white in that for some reason. Apparently, clearly. Well, they looked Ko- like they were frozen. Ko- Kojima's in his uh, Matrix era. Yeah. Here. It seems <laughs> there's some Matrix <laughs> stuff happening here. Uh-huh. Um and all that, and like you know, everybody thought this was so brilliant, and it's just like, yeah, they, he's like, yeah, I slowed down the the frame rate. He's like eight frames a second to make it look. I'm just like, oh my god, he's a genius. I'm like, is he? <laughs> Did you think? Do you think no one else could do that or think yeah. of that, or maybe everyone else thought of that and just didn't want to do it because it looked so fucking weird? Yeah. And like, how do you justify that in universe? Like, that's the thing about like this Death stream. Even the first game, it's like. None of it makes any sense. I know. As like a consistent sort of reality. like That somebody will might live in. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of his stuff is like that. Yeah. I mean, it just but Metal, Metal Gear was like that, but Metal Gear took place in like a secret espionage world. Right. Where you could kind of believe that everybody who's on that bridge. Clandestine. Everyone who's on yeah. the bridge, Snake jumps off in Metal Gear Solid 2 at the beginning. You assume they're all living normal lives. Like right. We, and this all happens <laughs> in the shadows yeah. where we don't see it because it's all so weird. Instead um, of the whole world being well, un- weird. Until Metal Gear Solid 4 where it's <laughs> right. like... Like global battle, yeah. yeah, but like this is this okay. At some point, you're like, What is it? and they try to kind of dig at that, but you don't really see what life would be like. But then it would be hard to adjust to a world where rain makes you older if you walk through it, you know, It's like, <laughs> But then why would why does that even happen? Like, you know, I, I there's no
0: way you could ever rationalize something like that. The and tech in the game, that though, is really still good. I mean, astounding. Again, yeah. like
1: I understand why people like his stuff, because he does push the tech, and he likes to do interesting things, and he has like weird, you know, kind of a Guillermo del Toro thing. Yeah, a like, little bit. Like, which is, I'm sure, why Guillermo's involved in these games, is like they're, they're kindred spirits in that regard. Yeah. And I, again, I like maybe two Guillermo del Toro movies, right. if it comes down to it. But I think everything he's ever made is fascinating to look at. Yeah. Um, I think that's true of this too, but I already know that when I play this, it's going to be a bunch of unsatisfying gibberish. It's not going to be I'm not going to care. Yeah. yeah. Like, and again, maybe maybe the trick is you should let him make movies, but also I don't think any of his stories have, have really been very well written. So <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I don't know what the appeal is. I think it's just that he's such a weird rebel. Like yeah, he's like kind of a bad boy in the sense that he doesn't do anything that makes any sense, and he doesn't follow trends, and he doesn't like. You know, no, This is certainly not what you would say is focus-tested in the marketing department, no. um, and you got to respect that to some degree, but it doesn't mean i got to like it. Um, yep, and
0: then the big news from this is that it's not coming until 2025, so yeah. not coming and this on year. On the Beach
1: is an interesting subtitle because that's clearly a reference to the book and movie where the world has already been destroyed by nuclear weapons and an Australian submarine surfaces on a beach, basically to like the only thing that's left with it. people in a submarine. Yeah. Um, yeah, this guy, Troy Baker back again as Troy Baker in makeup. How does he even do all this, these jobs? He's, <laughs> he's, just a, he's like, prolific.
0: It's really insane. Um, but anyway, so again, the game's coming in 2025. Um, so still a good bit of time to wait. It really is kind of crazy how much work his studio is getting done right now. Um, because, by all accounts, it's not that large. So it's been interesting to see Xbox game, PlayStation game, now working mm-hmm. on the next Metal Gear. He's he's trying I to feel get like it all this, in. <laughs> I feel like this
1: is much further along than OD. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. For sure. Uh, next up, honestly, I thought the coolest thing that I saw in the whole presentation was Judas. Mm-hmm. So this is Ken Levine's new game. Ken Levine is the creator of
1: Bioshock. Yeah. Ken and Levine shut down Irrational Games to go make the same game Irrational Games yeah, were making. Hell, I'm not sure what the deal was with that, but okay.
0: I mean, here's the thing: this game looks awesome. I just want to it say that out front.
1: Good. But well, it looks interesting. It I don't is think we've just really seen. Bioshock. It is. It could definitely be Bioshock. Whatever three four, or, four like, or whatever you want. Yeah. Like Bioshock subtitle. He whatever. went
0: somewhere else. Build a whole new team, had to start all over from scratch to make the same mm-hmm. game.
1: Head of his time, though, in the multiverse thing.
0: Yeah, but I just, for, the game looks awesome. I'm really excited for this. This moved the needle for me big time. this We go to see gameplay for the first time. Mm. We have one other trailer for this, and it doesn't show what this one does. And this is when you really realize it's Bioshock all over oh, yeah. again. But hey, that's one my fine. Who, one of
1: my friends who was watching this like messaged me and was like, are, are those Judas people going to get sued for making Bioshock? <laughs> I'm like, well, that's the same people who made Bioshock. Yeah. So you're, they I'm should probably, be okay. <laughs> you, can't, you can't patent a, no. a, a gameplay process. No, so. you can't
0: even patent the look of a game, no. as we're finding out with Pow World. Um, so they're totally clear. And I'm just glad there's a new frickin' Bioshock coming from the guy who made Bioshock. Because 2K is working on a new Bioshock, but it's not being made by the people who made Bioshock. So to me, this is the real sequel. This is the the real next Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Um, still don't have any idea when it's coming out, but it's PC, PS5, and Xbox Series. Um, my guess is 2025.
1: Yeah, although I don't know that we had that one guy who was working on it in the chat last year who said it was much further along. That's than the true. Thought.
0: That's true, actually. Yeah. Shora, sure uh, sure gu- F, I think.
1: Yeah, my guess would be 2025, but I also won't be super surprised if it's this this end of this year. That will be awesome. We need more games for Q4.
0: But anyway, that's Judas, and it's looking hot. PC, well, PS5, and Xbox Series. Yeah, it's still early. Uh, next up, the biggest surprise of the entire state of play was a brand new Silent Hill game that was Shadow Dropped immediately and free. Mm-hmm. Did you play this, Matt? Nope. I played it. I played the whole thing. And it sucks. That's what I figured. (laughs) It is, like, I understand what they're trying to do here. This is one of those games where they're trying to, like, teach kids to not bully other kids. And there's a message here. It's basically about a girl who is undergoing trauma and is suicidal because she's being bullied by her peers, basically. And then she escapes to this place inside her mind, essentially, to escape it, but then it ultimately ends up dealing with her depression, or does she? Um, it is a first person. It's not really survival horror. There's no weapons. You just walk around with your cell phone cam- camera light, and there's like apparitions that like chase you at a couple different points. And if they catch you, mm-hmm. all that happens is they just set you back like ten feet or whatever. Yeah,
1: from what I got from the from the trailer here it was like, what if um, Fatal Frame, but boring. Pretty much, it's just a walking
0: simulator with a couple scary points. Um, like, there's this one character that you, the girl, idolizes, and she talks about her the whole way through the game. And eventually, you find out that that girl isn't what she seems. But still, I well, mean, I'm terrified. I can understand why it's free. I mm-hmm. guess is what I'm getting at. Like, if they had tried to charge for this and people were reviewing it as something that you had to pay for, it would get murdered. No pun intended. Um, I did not really enjoy my time with this all that much.
1: The the approach on Silent Hill these days is very confusing. They can't figure it out. Like
0: why It's make not that this? complicated. I don't know. Well they announced like a year and a half ago that they're revitalizing Silent Hill. They're like right. we got we got like four or five projects in development. But you think this is how you do
1: that? No, also no, like no. you haven't made a good Sil- silent hill hasn't had a good game since two thousand one. Yeah. Go away. I know. I mean no when when was three? Two thousand three? It was a little later, yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Silent Hill 3 is the last good Silent Hill product. Yeah, because so, it started
0: going downhill with The Room. Yeah. that's which where wasn't it started Which going... wasn't even
1: supposed to be a Silent Hill game. Right. Originally. Yeah. And then you had Homecoming and Downpour and Origins and all. They were all just blech. Yeah. Blech.
0: I mean, it's free. So yeah, the one he... thing I will say is the girl is a graffiti artist, which is an interesting mm. twist. Is that in Engine? Or is that... I'm, that looks like live action. Is it I live even, action? Um. I have struggled to tell. I can't really tell. Which is kind of cool that we're at that place. That's live action, I think.
1: If that's not live action, I'm very impressed. Yeah,
0: because the rest of the game, as you can see, does not look that good. <laughs> so yeah. you're right. I think it probably is live action. But anyway, it's called Silent Hill, The Short Message. And it is short. It takes like... Like, that's
1: a photo, I think. Yeah,
0: for sure. It takes like... uh. I don't know, like 30 or 40 minutes to finish it. It's free. It's only on PlayStation right now. You can go download it and play it. Yeah, but the
1: question all the PlayStation 5 owners want to know, how big is it? Yeah. <laughs> What's the install size? Yeah.
0: I felt like this was a, um, a make good for PT, taking PT away. Whoops. Yeah. Well, PT to me wasn't that great either. No, I, I think PT is
1: one of the most yeah, overrated things it's of like, all time. It's just like, the
0: forbidden fruit thing. Yeah. It's like they took it away, and now I want it. Like, but the game itself wasn't that great. Even
1: though the game that they were gonna make wasn't anything like that. Yeah. So
0: yeah. Um, but I do feel like this is kind of like them saying, like, "Yeah, we kind of screwed that up. Here's this instead, and at least it is free." But is it worth even taking the time to download? I think looking at this B-roll, you can answer that question for yourself. If this looks
1: interesting to you, go download it. Yeah, if you'd like to walk through a really dirty building.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Have fun, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Next up, completely switching up the tone. Oh, actually not. Next up is the Silent Hill 2 remake. And Matt, there are two games in this state of play that made me feel really nervous about my fantasy team. And Mm -hmm. this is one of them. This is a combat trailer that shows just basically all combat and it looks not good.
1: No, but Silent Hill two never had good combat.
0: It didn't, but I think people will not be as kind as they were to the original Silent Hill Two.
1: Probably not. Although I mean I know people there were people like freaking out about this. They're like, Oh my god, they made it Resident Evil Four or they've like also like have you people ever cut a trailer? Yeah. Like they clear. haven't. Like, clearly, like, you throw a bunch of things of him fighting stuff in the trailer. It doesn't mean there's tons of combat in the game. It yeah. just means that, like, that's... These one could of... be the
0: only encounters
1: in the entire yeah, game. Yeah. Like, and a lot of that stuff was optional. Like, you just running through the... You had know, just run around stuff. Yeah, but, but which you is you, what I did. I if you're going to do a trailer, fought. you're going to stop and fight stuff to make it look, like, action-y. Because otherwise, it's just a man walking through halls.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um, But this was disappointing to me. I was like, uh, I think I made a mistake drafting the
1: Silent Hill 2 remake. Well, the good news is maybe it won't even come out this year, so... Yeah,
0: I mean, that's the other thing. They're cagey. They didn't announce a release date for it. Yeah, which makes me very nervous. So, yeah, there's... And we'll get to the other game here in a little bit that also made me nervous. And now, to completely change the tone, here... Is Sonic Cross Shadow Generations, a remake of Sonic Generations where you can play as Shadow, something nobody ever asked for?
1: Well, it's, it's just synergy for the year, I think.
0: Like, you think it's just for the film? or? No, yeah, I think it is, is. Get used to seeing Shadow because it's his year. Yeah. Um, Sonic Generations wasn't terrible. No, yeah, I like one Sonic Generations. The, it's a passable 3D Sonic game. As they pass each yeah. other. <laughs> well, I
1: mean, the best, uh, the best Sonic, stu- the best stuff in the Sonic Adventure games were the big 3D levels. Yeah. And this is just a game full of those. And in between them, you play 2D levels. Yeah. It's great. Built in like, 3D, but you play in 2D. Yeah. yeah. Like it worked. Uh, it's just, not terrible. No, it's not it amazing. It's not typically the game that but gets remade. <laughs> but it's about as good as Sonic
0: gets. That's kind of true. Actually. So <laughs> you're right. I think it probably has the highest Metacritic.
1: When, of the that last or, like five or six sonics it's either that or it's like sonic colors yeah yeah yep. like sonic colors remake
0: so this is this is coming to pretty much everything mm-hmm. um but yeah i think it's just a marketing ploy to get sonic games
1: out there you can get sonic you to get shadow out there shadow is you know it's his year shadows is i mean that's that's the he's the big thing in sonic 3 so yeah. here we are
0: yep uh and then up next is the other game that made me very very nervous about my fantasy team And that is Rise of the Ronin. Somebody gave us crap for not including it in the big PlayStation preview. Or we did, but we didn't spend enough time on it. Someone complained about it. There are actual graphical bugs in this trailer. Mm -hmm. When I saw that, I'm like, that made it into the trailer? I was like, what didn't make it into the trailer? made me very, very nervous. Now, this is Team Ninja. Um, It is an open world Souls like set once again in not ancient Asia, but at least a yeah, century, like
1: slightly pre early eighteen hundreds. Yeah, it? it's
0: like the nineteenth century or whatever. Although they did apparently they did have hand gliders back
1: then. Well, way before the Wright brothers, Hang gliders and very well timed horses. <laughs> yeah,
0: seems to be a... um, but this looks like the last four Team Ninja games that have come out. Like it looks like Neo
1: Three. I, I mean, this, this looks a lot more intentional than neo yeah like it's less chaotic like this this combat is a little more um uh way of the samurai like there's way of the samurai vibes here which isn't necessarily going to make you feel any better about your your fantasy team yeah um but it does look more like something i'd want to play <laughs> than Neo. did you see that right there he
0: attacks the guy the guy is like completely oblivious to Just it. Walks
1: away. He gets he's...
0: to walk away.
1: Oh no! He goes. He's running to get his uh, weapon back. That's is that him. what he's, he's doing? Trying to get back up to the up the, the th- I think he doesn't have his. He drops something. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's running to get back up to his post. It's so
0: weird. I
1: yeah. I am not confident. But the that... way the way your character sort of auto auto rotates to relock onto him is a little odd. Yeah. I mean, and these these bullet these I mean bullet sponge sword sponge enemies. Look at how
0: little I have no interest
1: in playing this game. I mean the the the, the human enemies don't seem to take that many hits. Yeah, but like I creatures I always find a lot of these like kind of intricate sword like combat systems kind of fall apart when you start fighting monsters. What
0: just happened right there? It's like the guys were running and then they like stopped and went back. See that? Watch the guys are running at you. And then they stop and turn to go back. And what are they doing?
1: They did, he, they did, one of them did a dodge roll for some reason. Matt, if this stuff is in the trailer, and this is only like the second trailer for this game. Hmm. When did it come out in like two months? Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, Team Ninja ain't what it
0: was when it got really the It's really not. It's really not. I think they're just—they just have—they just have, have their hands in too many pies. They're just making too many games. They need to make less games and make them higher quality,
1: in my opinion. How about just make a? How about come up with a good idea? Yeah. Well, look at the Back that up. Let's let's see the, the the little crate box thing on the on the there just exists suddenly on the on the right. Oh
0: yeah, it disappeared there. It, look on the right there. You see it appear behind the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Well, that's looking like it's going to get a five or a six for my fantasy team. Oh, no,
1: that'll be a seven-ish. I don't
0: know. Is. Oh, I hope the Souls fanboys play it and review it. That's all I got to say.
1: I mean, I know that like the assumption is there's a Souls thing here. I don't. It doesn't look very Soulsy to me. You have
0: to Well, you're right because you have to attack somebody a million times right. to kill them. <laughs>
1: uh, so anyway, let's move on. Uh, next up, it looks like a like ill-advised mush, mushing of like Souls tenchu and way of the samurai that's and i'm a not sure i'm not sure how that's all going to turn out in the broth
0: appeal to anybody yeah yeah um and then next up the until dawn remastered coming for a ps5 and pc this year um, finally not...
1: you get to see the eyeballs of the killer
0: yeah now this this game is like nine years old now is it that yes. old yes wow. that like blows my mind man um but if you don't remember until dawn supermassives kind of it really it's coming out party in a lot of ways yeah um since then they've gone on to become the premier developers of horror adventure games and this is kind of a choose your own adventure horror game where you and a group of your friends you try to keep them all alive there's a serial killer on the loose your decisions have consequences at the end of the game Mm -hmm. you can have one person alive you could have your whole team alive if you make the right choices you have nobody alive Yep. right yeah so um it's a pretty good game i'm a little surprised they're remastering it because the original still looks pretty good um but again a lot of these remasters i think it's just the developers being like you know what let's turn the page on this game like i don't want to come back to this game five years from now let's just take care of it right now um and i feel like that's what they're doing future proofing they also
1: want it out there because the movie's coming yeah you want it you want it there for people to play when the movie hits that's a good point
0: um And then what else do we got here? We got helldivers Divers Two. We already talked about that. They put out a new trailer for that that talks about DLC before the game even comes out. But that's kind Sometimes. of important for a game like this. Yeah,
1: I mean this this does look better now than it did. I mean the mech, mechs help. Yeah, you know? they
0: always do. But,
1: but I'm I'm worried about a thing like what you ran into a Suicide Squad where you try to play it online because it, it isn't playable really solo and you just have people being idiots.
0: Yeah. I just think back to all the other games that we've played like this. Nothing and ruins
1: multiplayer games like multiplayer.
0: Yeah. And, like, we even have enjoyed some of them, but yeah. they never move the needle. Like, almost all of them, like, are active for a couple months, and then they die yeah. off. And it just... And this looks like another one of those games. There's just, It doesn't look bad. There's just nothing more remarkable about it.
1: Yeah. Like, there's... I don't see the hook here that's gonna, you know, make someone play this instead of Destiny. I or don't either. You know? Yep. that's the thing is like there's only room in someone's life for one maybe two game as a service games to, yeah. to play them really to really get into them and, and like, like you got if you're going to make one you got to have a, something you think is going to pull someone away from one of those big four big five game as a services and I, you just luck. don't see that ever you have really.
0: to have something magical man yeah you have to have a usp a unique selling proposition and a lot of these games don't
1: hell divers 2 definitely does not no nope. and we've already seen this like what happened to that starship troopers game Right. Yeah. Which was pretty good according oh, to Oh, actually
0: it. I don't think they're ever gonna release it now. The development oh, no? team ran out of resources. Yeah. And couldn't get more funding to finish it.
1: And did you see the there was a some kind of stat I read this week that said ninety three percent of all developers of all publishers or developers in the industry have a game as a service game in development.
0: That's all it five hundred. There's five hundred games.
1: Like you are you are <laughs> I you? hope you like games as a service, people. You are people. <laughs> diving into the well and there's no water at the bottom. What are yeah. you doing? Like, yeah. Meanwhile, like these single-player games that really come out well sell 10 million copies. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I don't get it, man.
0: Uh, Cinetech says, for new players, probably Destiny is intimidating to get into. This one, probably not. I, think, I don't think playing... Destiny two is hard to get into, but understanding like the verbiage and all that crap, it's just like
1: Well Destiny's hard for new also hard for new players because they removed a bunch of early content so you can never play the beginning of the story. Right. Yeah. Which is stupid. I mean that's probably a bad (laughs) example. Stupid. Yep. Um Yeah. And then the final trailer. So it got me to never touch it again.
0: Yeah. And then the final trailer, and this is one of those games that's also very polarizing. Stellar Blade.
1: I cannot possibly express to you how much I do not care about this game. I agree
0: with you a million percent, Matt. But again, if you go to Sifted and you look at the comments for this trailer, it's like, from a very certain segment of our users, glowing.
1: Yeah, well, thirsty gonna thirst.
0: I, I think what that's... It, what is What
1: happened it. in the apocalypse to destroy all the inner thigh material of all the pants?
0: Yeah, they're all chapless chaps, or crotchless chaps. <laughs> I don't know. There was a... there There's was a, a,
1: <laughs> Also, can we... Can we outlaw the spindly brown faceless monster <laughs> in character action hack and slashes? Can we just never see that again? Like, what there was is a that? crotch
0: apocalypse. For, <laughs> that's the setting this of this game. This looks like the most
1: generic garbage. I
0: mean, I agree. And I don't think it looks that good either. Like, no. it just, it's not. It looks plastic. It, yeah. I, mean. I, I i don't know what appeal. What makes this game appeal to It's like. Boop, jiggly boop. Go there. Go on the internet.
1: It Feels archaic.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm porn, not excited. Porn for is it, but... free,
1: boys. Make, yeah, make an interesting game for once.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't really get it. But... Also,
1: I'm done with the character action shit. Like it's like yeah. maybe maybe even Devil May Cry Six comes out, I'll, <laughs> I'll jump back in or a Bayonetta Four. Yeah, but like this like kind of also ran nonsense. Like nah, I got. I mean, there.
0: I'm not over it at all. Like I still like character action games. This one again, there's nothing unique about it. It mm-hmm. just looks generic.
1: I don't. I don't know. But like, if if you were going to make, like, a fake game of this type to put in a movie that people were playing, <laughs> this would be it. Yep. I hear you. Um, and that's it. Those are
0: pretty much the big announcements from the State of Play. There's what a few What was the more. other
1: fantasy draft one you were nervous about?
0: It was Ronin.
1: Rise Ron- of the that's Ronin. What, oh, Ronan. In Silent Hill yeah. 2.
0: Yep. Um, and then there was other games that they did show, but we didn't talk about. Zenless Zone Zero was mm-hmm. announced for PS5. I'll also
1: note that, like, they did a little, like, in that Stellar Blade thing, there was a little bit of talking. There was a little bit of like, oh, you can do this and this and this. And one of the things they pointed out as a bullet point was that you can rest and save the game. <laughs> like, there are rest <laughs> points. where you sit. yeah. Like, <laughs> this is all you have to say. That's, sa- a that's how generic your fucking, <laughs> fucking game is. Is you had to tell me that you sit down to save the game at a rest point? I hear you. Come on. I hear Come you. Come on. Yep. So, Zenless Zone Zero was there. Foam Stars was there. We talked about that
0: already. Dave the Diver, Godzilla mm-hmm. DLC. That looks that was pretty cool. cool. That was my favorite thing in the that whole That was probably the coolest thing. <laughs> v- Those Rising. guys are killing it with the
1: crossovers. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, v Rising, which is an isometric hack and slash. It's already available for PC. Metro Awakening, PlayStation VR 2, Legendary Tales, Urban Wolf. I, that's a PSVR 2 game. Mm-hmm. And they had Dragon's Dogma 2. That too. actually looked pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, Whoever played the footage they c- capture for that game really hates skeletons. Yeah. like I'll Just beat the shit out of some skeletons. <laughs> like, if you want to take some frustrations out on skeletons, there's your PSVR 2 game.
0: Yeah. And there was Dragon's Dogma 2, a new trailer for that. And then they announced a Final Fantasy seven Rebirth state of play, which is... just launched four minutes ago. But don't leave. <laughs> but yeah, there's a state of play going on right now for Final Fantasy seven Rebirth. It is on Sifted right now. You can watch it at your leisure. And that's the state of play um again no first party stuff no first party playstation vr2 stuff i don't know what's going on over there overall though it was a pretty good state of play yeah, all right i mean i give it like a b b minus yeah, probably i'll go b. somewhere around there um but been would, a b
1: minus without godzilla yeah there you go i'll give, I'll give it a straight <laughs> give b a little that. bump
0: for that um but i would love to see some first party stuff from playstation hello i what mean is going probably, on?
1: You're pro- i think you'll probably see that once rise of the ronins out <laughs> Because well, I bet you the next one's going to be like a Rise of the Ronin special.
0: It might. It might. Good luck. Yeah. So anyway, that's the latest state of good play. Good luck
1: getting through that.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> thought it was a pretty good one. I um, mean, then as I said, there's one going on right now for Final mm. Fantasy VII Rebirth. I mean,
1: that's the thing is like, that's their focus for this quarter yeah. is Final Fantasy. Yeah. Like,
0: that's their exclusive. That's, yeah. That's that their, matters. That's their big game. Yeah. They don't need
1: to announce any first party stuff until that's done.
0: Yeah. And we'll talk about that state of play in next week's Game Face. But for now it's time to move oh, on
1: apparently final fantasy rebirth is 145 gigs clear some space Dang, everyone.
0: that's crazy well it's time I to move on
1: Well, i think they are call of duty
0: <laughs> but we have a new feature here on game face going forward because we have a brand new sponsor and we'll start just by introducing you to our brand new sponsor new york sneaker society <laughs> What's up everyone, Shane here, and one thing you may not realize about me is that I am a total sneakerhead. That's right, I've been collecting Nike sneakers since the early 90s. My favorites are Air Max 95 and Air Max 97. Now, one thing that's different about me from your typical sneakerhead is that I actually wear the sneakers. And because of that, they can get dirty. And that is where New York Sneaker Society comes in. Using their advanced shoe cleaning products, I turned an old pair of Nikes that looked like this into this. With their cleaning products, your sneaker life can go from a year to five or more. I know that. I have shoes that are like 30 years old that I still wear because I've cleaned them. You can also lower your carbon footprint, haha, by keeping your kicks looking fresh. For my daily drivers, I also appreciate New York Sneaker Society's Refresh Spray to keep them smelling great and staying crisp. Head to nysneakersociety.co slash sifted To clean your shoes like a pro at home and get 10% off your order. That's right. That's nysneakersociety.co slash sifted for 10% off. Now, the reason this is special is because it's not just a sponsorship, but by the way, you should absolutely go to nysneakersociety.co slash sifted and get yourself a cleaning kit. Um, It completely transformed that pair of shoes that you saw. I don't think it really sells it on camera as well as it looks in person, but... One thing we're doing with this sponsorship is we're actually doing some content around it. And so a new feature on the show is what we're calling the Sneaker of the Week. So what we're doing every week is we're going to try to find one game that something happened around the game. There was a new trailer. There was an announcement. There was some news around it that basically raised its profile to become the Sneaker of the Week. And my pick for the first ever Sneaker of the Week is Judas. Judas. I think you maybe got the hint of that, talking through the state of play about how much it impressed me. It was good to see finally that we have another Bioshock coming. And this feature is going to tie into something else that we're doing new starting this month, which is power rankings. So one of the replacements for Ask Chain Anything every month is going to be power rankings, where we basically rank 10, the top 10 games based on anticipation that have not been released yet. And then every month, those rank- rankings will change based upon, was there new media release? Did we learn something we didn't like about a game to make it fall out? We're going to be doing that once a month. And then tying in with this, there's going to be sneakers, games that rise up through those power rankings. And that will be, in a lot of cases, our sneaker of the week for that week. So very, very happy to find a cool way to actually tie content into one of our sponsors. Also, very, very thankful you have another sponsor for Game Face? Again, go to nysecretsneakersocietyco and it's .co, not .com, slash sifted. Try to use that URL so they can track when you guys are going over there. Um, we say it in the ad, but one thing I will say is like, I am a sneakerhead. I have been since like the 90s, like I said in the ad. And I have sneakers that are 40 years old that I still wear. And you would never know it because I clean my sneakers. And the kit that they gave me is amazing. Like literally, I clean those shoes in like five minutes and their materials worked great. So as a sneaker head who has been cleaning shoes since since probably since I was in middle school, it is a godsend. So head on over there, nysneakersociety.co slash sifted and get yourself your own cleaning kit and extend the life of your shoes and lower your carbon footprint. Ha ha. And we're going to be doing that every week before the last topic, because usually the last topic is kind of like a lower key game that we're just kind of like we want to talk about. Sometimes it's like an indie game that you found or I found, and those are generally games that tend to kind of sneak up on us. So following that theme, that is always going to run in the show right before our last topic on Game Face. And with that, it is time for our last topic of Game Face. We're going to talk about Persona 3 3. Reload and Matt, I just feel like what I need to say is that I don't need to say that much mm-hmm. because playing this to me was just like playing Persona 5. Like, I really feel like the franchise hasn't evolved
1: all that much. I mean, they found a formula and they've stuck with it since then. Yeah, like, this, is, this is the game that established the Persona formula. Yep, because one and two are not like that. Well, one, no, right. one and two are very pretty standard JRPGs of the time. Uh, and it was a leak from an Atlas leaker today who said that they are remaking two. Oh, really? Uh, and four, for that matter. Uh, I do think four is the best of this version of the series. Like of the of three, four, and five, I would say four is head and shoulders the best of the kind of manage your time at school and go into a dungeon at night sort of idea Mm -hmm. um and then whether you like three or five better kind of comes down to whether you like blue or red better in the end because they're very similar games just different color different color schemes um (laughs) i prefer three in the end yeah um i think three is better than five um and i do like that they made a remake of this Uh, i like the characters in persona 5 better i i like um the cat better What's her name? I don't know. <laughs> that should tell you something. Right, you're right, actually. That's a good point. I don't um, remember her name. I remember the 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 weird comic relief character in 4 is Teddy, so I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't remember anybody's name in this either, like, to yeah. be fair. I, mean, I remember Joker is the main character in 5, yeah. and the main character in this I just named myself, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but in terms of just sort of aesthetics and sort of, and I also have an affection for three in the sense that it created this version of Persona, yeah, and it was kind of a. a it remnant. created
0: this is the first one that has the daily yeah, schedule the that you have to stuff follow and
1: the slice of life thing and like, the social link stuff, yeah, yeah. and th- um, those are
0: tenants that will remain a part of this yeah. franchise probably
1: forever. And I do appreciate the just the the audacity of having the way you summon the personas, shooting yourself in the head with a magic gun which uh that might trigger
0: some no pun intended that might trigger some people though yeah like even for me when i saw it i'm like that's pretty
1: (laughs) i mean even at the time it was a little Mm.
0: i mean and when you play the game anytime you use your persona your character shoots himself in the head like so you're constantly just seeing people shooting themselves in the head it's a little
1: odd it's it's pretty edgy it is that's one word to use yeah but uh and it was at the t- i mean at the time yeah. people commented on it too uh but i think the advantage of this one is i mean it looks much better everything's most things are fully voiced if you like that you can a lot of voice work yep. yeah tons of it um and oh my god there's no load time on anything yeah that's one of the Which best things huge. about it because like just transitioning between the blue the velvet room and the main because stuff and all and game, the different floors and the it's like room by room yeah like you
0: go to one room you walk to the next room it loads in the next room i mean room.
1: it there's a cut for like opening a treasure chest yeah and like, just everything moves a little faster in this version, yeah, which is great. Sure. Uh, I do think the redone music is a little not as good as the original music, maybe because I play, I played three twice. And so the music in this game is like just kind of imprinted in my brain. Yeah. So when I hear the same version, you know, the new versions of the songs pop up, I'm like, that's not that song. Yeah, yeah I didn't
0: like them as much either. They um, lost a little bit of their charm. I feel like.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. They're, yeah, they're a little less earnest. Yeah. They tried to make them cool. Right. And it, and sound modern. And they probably succeeded, but that that's not why I like the Persona stuff. I agree. You know? graphically, they don't. They didn't improve the game that much. I mean, if you go back to the PS3 version, they did. I mean um, it's certainly' it's, it's, in higher resolution they're not they didn't add a like ground clutter or more furniture or like you know they just made everything that's there higher better, and they still have the um,
0: awkward animations where they like spin on their heels and like
1: yeah it feels... i mean but that's also just sort of atlas um yeah, and your- your character still runs with his hands in his pockets, which yeah. is weird my main my main complaint <laughs> about this game. My main complaint about this version of the game is that they did not include the Fez and the Answer yeah. stuff, which I, apparently they did say, they either hinted or outright said a few days ago that the Answer will come as DLC later. Oh. So the complete version of this will kind of show up in terms of content, but like the PSP version of this had a female main character you could pick. Um, new stuff included the, Fe, the FES or Fez, however you want to say it, um, mm-hmm. extra, extra release that was on PS2. This is not a complete version of Persona three. That's like my issue with it. It's like yeah. and there's no reason it shouldn't be. Yeah. You know? Um in the same way that like if they remake four, they better it better be golden. Yeah. You know, the golden version is better than the the, the vanilla version. Um and if you want to sell me the golden thing as DLC, I guess I would do that. I just would look at you funny when I did it. <laughs> yeah. Um that's cool. The like plot in this is... Oh, your last name doesn't fit in there. Nope. It? <laughs> I did one T.
0: I do that all the time in video games. Sager My last name is way too long. It never fits. Um, the, the plot in this, you just... Or this kid who shows up. Uh, do they explain why you show up? Did your parents send you away or something? Your
1: parents are dead. You're dead, You're, but why did you end up here? You, you got... Tra- I, it sounds... I think they hint that... If I remember right, because it's been a long time since I played the whole thing, of this, it's hinted that... Uh somebody manipulated to they thought you were going to be one of the people that could be awake during the dark hour and manipulated you to come because oh. you're supposed to transfer to a different dorm and conveniently you get rerouted to this dorm where which is full of kids who fight dark hour shit <laughs> the, so someone was was pulling strings yeah basically. yeah
0: so you end up at this school it turns out you are one of those people who can manipulate. The night, the midnight You're hour. You can be
1: awake during the dark hour, mid- yeah. Because there's another hour that happens when, at the stroke of midnight, a twenty-fifth hour happens, and for all, certain people, all normal people go to sleep in magic coffins. Yeah. Which, if you if you saw the footage before, he's running through the street. The town, collo- glowing red coffins. Everyone goes to sleep in a glowing red coffin that suddenly appears. Yeah, because um, horror supernatural anime makes no <laughs> fucking sense it whatsoever, and never, never will. Um, in the same, it's kind of the same way that like the the Kojima like Death Stranding is like it's like no you've that's just too dumb yeah. for me to I, you can't I can't go that far. Yeah. I think the it's those elements of this just don't really function very well but there's certain certain people can be aware and awake and not in a coffin during that hour and you are one of them and so are your teammates and you go into this giant evil tower called tartarus which also happens to conveniently be your school during the daytime and you have to work your way up the tower and the whole game takes place over the course of it's kind of a dungeon crawler with a lot of schoolwork yeah, so between. during
0: the day you go to school and you sit in class and they ask you questions
1: you don't know the answers to unless you cheat and go online and get mm-hmm. the answers. And if you, as you and know, it's like real stuff. It's like which one of these graphs is an algorithmic curve? Yeah. And it's like there's no prep. It's not like you missed something. No, they're just saying, do you know that or not? Yeah, and, and you some you of real won't. obscure <laughs> historical knowledge. And it's like.
0: Yeah, and then so you go to school, you do your thing there, and it actually builds up like three different attributes that you have, like charisma, mm-hmm. that'll affect like your social links with other characters. Yeah, it eventually, takes forever. It to does get take forever. To level up. And then at night, you go back to your dorm that you live in, and that's when you go mm-hmm. and you fight through these <laughs> procedurally generated repetitive dungeons where you. Unless fight. you
1: decide to go work at a cafe or play video games all night, because like, yeah. You can't do it every night or you get tired. That's right. Yeah. And uh, although if you go after you go to the dungeon, the next day if you go to the nurse's office, he'll give you like some weird thing that perks you up and doesn't make makes you untired and raises your courage stat. Yeah, yeah. So do that every time you go to the dungeon. That's one of the base Persona 3 tricks.
0: And that's pretty much what you do. You just rinse and repeat. You go to school during the day. At night you go and fight, terminate battles, and just rinse and repeat. The plot goes on. It has the velvet room where you can go and eventually Breed and mutate mm. your personas, and, and to do
1: that, you have to make social links, like relationships with the various characters, and the higher they're each a different tarot card. And as you level that up, you can make more higher powered versions of the person, or you can just get the DLC packs, which gives you like the most <laughs> like they give you personas from the other character, the other characters from the other Persona games, and it's like one of them, the Persona for the it, it, I think DLC one is the Persona five crew's base personas, and then two is their advanced personas that they upgrade them all to halfway through the game, and then the third one is the P- P- Persona four ones. The DLC pack 2, like the Joker's upgraded persona it starts at level 89. Jeez. Like you can one-shot basically. Wow. When you first start the game, if you choose that persona, you don't have enough magic points to use his abilities. Wow. That's crazy. But it does up your physical attack stat anyway, so you can one-shot most stuff. Yeah. And so, so if you, you want to cheat... You can basically get the DLC and you'll just walk through the game.
0: Yeah. And if you haven't played Persona before, Personas are basically Pokemon.
1: There's these yeah.
0: creatures that you use to fight in the turn-based Pokemon
1: house. with boobs. Pretty much, yeah. That's,
0: and demonic whatever. And one
1: of them is a giant dick in a chariot.
0: That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, there's like the secret war that's being waged during the dark hour and you're one of the mm-hmm. soldiers. You're a, There's like this secret society at the school. C's It's called C's Where they like At first they're just like Watching you sleep at night Then they figure out Oh he is like us And then you join their squad And you're a part of this Secret society at And school, you never and... really
1: I'm like I would have then asked Like are you still watching me Sleep at night Yeah, yeah, that we're, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't
0: think he knew That they were watching him Honestly but... I knew I have a question <laughs>
1: Um, and that is pretty much the
0: game. If you've played Persona 5, it is pretty much the same game with a different setting and different characters. And here's mm-hmm. the secret society. I mean, right not there. even
1: different setting. It's just different school.
0: Yeah, pretty <laughs>
1: much.
0: Yeah. Oh, some, this... oh,
1: some of the pre-order or some of the DLC stuff is like different uniforms from the other other games. Uh, and I'm like, I don't know what the difference. It's like just different yeah. school uniforms. I'm like, This is not very exciting DLC.
0: I faded on this game pretty fast. Um, I, f- I feel like I'm good playing one Persona game Every, like, ten years.
1: I mean, I agree with that, but I just would rather it be Persona 4. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think most people agree that that's
0: the best in the series. Yeah.
1: It's it's the best. It, it is the best at creating a world that feels like it kind of works. Mm-hmm. It's like a secret underground thing, like with the, the serial killer thing and, like, going into the TV. It doesn't require... It requires a leap of, you know, uh, a suspension of disbelief, but it doesn't require you to believe that everybody else in the world is an idiot kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> um, yep so yeah i think four is the best if you if you want to play a persona game and you've never played a persona game you should just go get persona four golden or whatever it is on uh steam i'm surprised that isn't the one that they remade i think they did this because it's been so long yeah um persona four is still pretty readily available this is not three three is basically if you don't have a ps2 or a psp you can't play it until until now and so, then at the
0: combat, there's, like, one strategy. And basically mm-hmm. what you do is you use your personas, and as you use your personas against particular enemies, they will get marked as weak if they are weak against it. And if you attack them and they're weak to your persona, you knock them down. And so the goal becomes to knock down all the enemies that you're fighting against, because once you do that, then all your teammates team up together to do a team attack.
1: Mm. And Just like four, just like Just five. like,
0: yeah. Again, if you've played any And the any weakness other-
1: thing is right out of Pokemon.
0: Yeah. So. Um and that and then if you dominate a battle by knocking everybody down and doing it then you get like cards that come up that you can choose from that give you a mm-hmm. bunch of different stuff like you can actually get new personas sometimes like new personas
1: uh, you can get bonuses for the rest of the dungeon crawl you can get, yeah. you can get your life res- life restored money you want money money's a good pick
0: Mo- the game's gated by money pretty much yeah
1: like you, you you need you need to buy new equipment and and to Pay to do things that raise your attributes during the day and, and mm-hmm. sometimes during the evening. Yeah. Um. So yeah, don't don't. It doesn't emphasize that and all with all the shit it tells you at the beginning. It doesn't really let on. It's like yeah, you're gonna need cash. Yeah. Make sure you pick cash once in a while in those yeah. battles.
0: Now, one thing I will say is like the the party members do pretty well on their own. Or yeah. you can control them if you want. You can also set up their tactics if you want to, so they can become yeah, autonomous. I, can,
1: I control them. I do too. But
0: I'm just saying it's there if you want it. Leveling up is also automatic in this game. It pretty much, when you level up, it just gives you your attribute points. You have no control over where they go. Um, there are no random battles when you're out in the dungeons. You can see the enemies and you can try to avoid them if you want to. If you attack them from behind, you get the advantage. Which if is you're like,
1: a sneaker, right? Yeah, you can get so, up behind them.
0: Yeah. So again, very. Typical JRPG mechanics. There's Mm -hmm. really nothing here that's
1: going to set the world on fire. There's treasure chests in places. You have to pick up specific things that are kind of like keys, and you have to open the special treasure just by spending those. Or you can use them to activate the clock and restore your life and magic points. Uh, But that takes seven of them, and that's a lot of them, so I would never do that. Me either.
0: And your personas level up as you go, and they learn new attacks, which is good because that gives them... A higher a bit, a higher chance of being able to find attacks that are that enemies are weak against, mm-hmm. and eventually you look at your personas. There's like twelve different things that they can be weak against, it'll as you use yeah, them against enemies, them. it'll tell you weak, not weak, whatever. Um, and so there's that strategy involved. But again, if you've played the last couple Persona games, it's very similar. And the plot doesn't you know it's not great. It's not like I'm like oh, but the plot is so awesome it makes me want to play this one instead of one of the other ones like. I don't know. Having played Persona 5, I guess it's been, what, eight years ago at this point, Seven years ago at this point? Somewhere around there? Like, I'm still not ready to do this again. Like, I played this for maybe ten hours, and these games are gigantic. They're literally 60, 70 hours long, and I was just like, I can see where this is all headed. And I played my ten hours. I'm like, I get it. It's just like Persona 5. And your mileage is going to vary on whether you like the characters in this or you like the characters in Persona 5. I like the Persona 5 characters mm-hmm. better. Matt likes these characters better. Yeah,
1: I just find I find this one less obnoxious because they don't repeat themselves as much. I can see that. Um, once you establish what you're doing in this game story wise, it never comes up again. But in Persona Five, every the first like six dungeons, they're they're bringing on a new teammate every time. Yeah, and then they spend twenty minutes re explaining the premise of the game to that yeah. new character. I'm just like, you know what? You can just skip that. You can yeah. just not do that.
0: Here's the thing: this game is on Game Pass. But it's so big, like, I don't know if you're going to be able to get through it in, like, one month of subscribing to Game Pass. That's how big these games are. Um, Would you buy this for a full
1: price, Matt?
0: I did. Oh, you did.
1: I got it on PlayStation. But would you if you didn't have to cover it for your job? Yeah. Yeah. I like these games. I like them, too, but it's... And I didn't play Persona 5 Royale, so I haven't played a Persona game since Persona 5. Okay. So it's not as... It's not as repetitive to me. Okay. Because I haven't played a Persona game in how many how many years ago did Persona 5 come? It's like out? eight. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a was while. Was it eight years ago? Yeah.
0: It's like right around when we launched Sifted. Really? Yeah. It was one of the first games we talked about. Really? Yeah. Or maybe it's six or seven actually. Now that I think about it. Someone in chat let us know the year it was released. Um so anyway. That's Persona 3 Reload. I don't really think there's anything else to talk about.
1: No, that's Persona 3. I, I personally
0: would not buy it, but if you've not played Persona games before, I think this is a good place to start. Yeah. It's as good as any. So if you haven't and played it, Persona and you're interested, then sure, pick it up.
1: Yeah, because 4 and 5 have layered more like systems and sort of variables on the social link thing and various things, to the point that like this is probably the best, simplest introduction to it. Yeah. And I I mean, maybe it's just because I played 4 and 5 and the variants of then. This, seemed, this This is a lot easier than I remember it being.
0: I agree. Like, I have no resistance in this no. game. I was just walking through every battle. I was doing all-out attacks all the time. Like, I was
1: kind of not looking forward to this in the, in a way just because I was like, oh, my God, i got to grind through a oh, right. Persona game. And it's like, I've just been walking through I haven't it. been grinding at all. No. <laughs> nope, not at all. So, I'm not sure what happened. If they change that or if I... I don't know. It's not really possible to be better at this game, No, I think. Like, no.
0: Because it's not that complicated, even. And it's not like it requires, like, hand-eye coordination or anything.
1: No. (laughs) So,
0: yeah. But anyway, I mean, I think there's certain situations where this is going to be a game that's good for you or right for you.
1: September 2016 for Persona 5. 2016. So So I was right. Seven and a half years. Yeah. I thought so. Doesn't seem that long. Yeah. Yeah. I, play, I It doesn't seem that long ago because I was so sick of that game by the time I stopped playing it. I like I've, I finished it. It feels like I just stopped playing it. The last 10% of that game was hard as balls, well, man. I, en- I ended on the beginning of the final dungeon, and I just never saw a reason to go back. It became really I difficult just at the I just end. didn't care. I fought through it. But again, Whatever, maybe that's why I am not yeah. ready to play. <laughs> Whatever's at the end of that is not worth it to me. Yeah, I hear you.
0: So anyway, there you go. That's Persona 3 Reload. Again, it's available for pretty much everything, but it is on Game Pass this month. So if you just want to plunk down 16, whatever, um, to play it, you can absolutely do that. Um, that would make more sense to me. Like, I'm more... I understand more spending that mo- that money for it. Like, I would not personally pay full price for it, but if you never played a Persona, maybe mm-hmm. you would. And I would understand that. Or if you did that.
1: play Persona and you really like it. Yeah. Which is what I did. It's a good point, too. All right, there you go. And next up... I probably wouldn't do that for Persona Five. Yeah. I, in fact, I didn't. I still don't. I still don't <laughs> own a Royal Edition or Royal Edition or whatever it is. Okay. The well. The Phantom Thief thing does nothing for me. Yeah. I'm sorry, boys.
0: Yeah. Well, we have a brand new feature in Game Face going forward, and it is. I've talked about this. I teased this a couple weeks ago on Game Face about how we found a new way to work with one of our sponsors soundwizardry.com which by the way if you're building any game or any project where you need audio work done absolutely go to soundwizardry.com they worked on two of the game of the year contenders for last year they have an amazing resume they are incredible you should absolutely go there to get any audio work done well one thing i figured out is like we've been playing this thing called name that game and we've been using screenshots for name that game but i thought to myself i'm like there are other ways that you can identify games. And one of those ways is through a game's soundtrack and sound effects. And so we have we are introducing a brand new take on Name That Game called Name That Game Tune. And so what's going to happen here is I'm going to play some short audio snippets of video game soundtracks and video game sound effects and you need to guess the name of the game so you are not here's the thing you are not playing against matt i'm sorry matt Mm. if you want to wear headphones through the whole show we could do it that way but otherwise you can't hear the audio snippets Mm. and i know you didn't enjoy doing that when we had we wore headphones for a while so so you guys are playing against
1: maybe you're lucky because i'm very good at naming yeah. video game sounds and music we used to do that in, back in the 90s in my old aol chat room
0: yeah might matt might just win every single time <laughs> so here's the other thing though all the usual rules of name that game still apply you can only win once per calendar year we've only i think we only played name that game once this year so far um so you only win it once per calendar year the chat goes into slow mode so don't just spam the chat with random game titles um, because what happens in slow mode is you can only chat once every sixty seconds. You may get it wrong, and then you come, you think of it, and you can't type it in, and you lose. Um, Faradaw says, "I can name the tune in two notes." Mm-hmm. So I will say this:
1: We can't have like a headphone thing just sitting around just for this.
0: I could maybe do that. Look into it. Maybe for next week. This week is just you guys playing against no, each other. You got
1: you got more important things to make work by next week. So.
0: Yeah. I, well. It's been crazy getting all this done. I'm surprised half of this stuff worked, Matt, to be honest with you. Um, So anyway, that's how it's going to work. You guys are just playing against each other. Um, And yeah, I mean, we have the same sort of rules for... So the other fun thing is that we do have a new intro for Name That Game. And in the rush to get here, I did not bring it. But we will have that for next week. And that is courtesy of Silk Silk Snake, who also did the Name That Game jingle that you just heard. He made a new one for us for this new version of Name That Game. And you'll have that in next week's episode. But for now, it's time to play. So I have five samples here to play for you guys. And again, I made it easy. I, I kind of think people will get it on the first one. I didn't want to make it too difficult and not have somebody win on the very first one. So the first one is very easy. Are you guys all ready? You got your fingers like, ready to type can, it they in? They can't tell you that or they'll
1: get slow All
0: Oh, right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's hilarious. Here we go. Here is the first sample for Name That Game Tune. Alright, let's see if we have any guesses. Do you think I should play it more than once or just play it once? I think
1: just the once. Just the once? Unless the sound's too low.
0: Pac Man, no. Everyone guessing Pac Man, no. Mega Man 2, no. Legend of Zelda, no. Dig Dug, no. Miss Pac-Man, no. Pitfall, no. Captain Commando, no. I'm surprised you guys didn't get it from that one. I'm I'm, very curious. I'm happy that you didn't get it, though. Uh, Metroid, no. Silk Snake, something from my dad's era. Haven't played that game. (laughs) Metal Gear Solid, no. Metal Gear Solid 2, no. OG Zelda, no. Tetris NES, no. Lestevez says, play it again. Nope, you guys get one sound. Not Cirque says, I didn't hear. Sorry, got to turn up the speakers or put on the headphones. All right, that's it. We're ready to go on to the second one, and these get more obvious as they go. So here we, Bomberman, no, Locks just chimed in. And here is the second one. J.M. Rain, thank you for those tier one subs. It's awesome, man. Okay, there's your second sample. Does anybody get it? Frogger, no. Space Invaders, no. Galaga, no. Bubble Bobble, no. Not Space Invaders. Couple guesses there. Those three Space Invaders guesses, no. Star Fox, no. This is great. You guys are getting it. This is awesome. Galaga, no. There it is. We have the winner. Threadzilla with Donkey Kong. That's right. It was Donkey Kong. Good job, Threadzilla. Round of applause for you. Asteroid, no. What was it? <laughs> it's Donkey Kong. Right, but what was the The arcade sound?
1: version of Donkey Kong. But what was the sound?
0: Well, there's five of them. Right. They're, they're, the soundtrack has like 14 songs, so I chose more obscure and got more obvious. Like, we only played two of them.
1: So is it like a full, because I can't hear it. So It's it... like
0: a 10-second sample of each song. Because right. if I make them longer, then people can use Shazam right. to get the name. So, I so to what, to was,
1: what was the first one? Was it the... no oh no
0: that would be like the last one Mm. like it's like more obscure like um it was like the sound the the ost for like the third stage or whatever which a lot of people Mm. never even get to so they probably Mm. wouldn't hear it here's the third one here's the fourth one And then here's a fifth one. Dreadzilla, my first time ever winning. That is awesome, man. That's great. So great job, chat. Our first ever. So the audio is super low. Okay, thanks for letting me know that. And we'll make sure that we turn it up for next time. I think the other problem is that, um, unfortunately, that was an old game and so I think the audio levels for the clips were just
1: mm-hmm. low and generally. Well it depends. Having played a lot of retro games recently, sometimes you load those old arcade games up and they're very low. Sometimes you load them up and they blow the speakers out. Right. There's just no there was no standard.
0: Yep. But I will definitely keep that in mind for next week's episode to make sure that I check the audio levels so you can hear them a little better. Partially muffled. It's muffled because they're literally sounds from a fifty year old arcade board. <laughs> That's why they sound that way. But anyway, so that was just the first one. I wanted mm-hmm. to make it easy. Like, Big Dave Lazard says, I haven't played Donkey Kong in 30 years. Um, that's just the first one. We're going to keep mm-hmm. going out. We'll start... The, like, it's hard, though. Because yeah. it's like you have to figure out what songs in the OST are iconic that people will remember. Mm-hmm. So you can't really get obscure with this. Like, you can't you can't go to games that, like, people may pick up from a screenshot but won't remember the soundtrack. It really has to be kind of like iconic games. Uh, but I think this is really fun and a cool way to do it. And a big thanks to soundwizardry.com for agreeing to do it because, you know, he's got some business off of the ad that we've been running here on GameFace. And so, you know, for him to switch up the marketing for something like this, it's a little risky. So I want to thank him for listening to the idea and agreeing to it. And uh, hopefully the execution here was something that uh, he's cool with. We did engage with his brand a lot longer than we normally would. So mm. I think that works out pretty well. So... There you go. That's how we're going to be doing name that game going forward here on GameFace at least as long as we're sponsored by soundwizardry.com. Minority game says, "Oh, I think he's already asking questions." And that's right. It is time to do Oh, it's not. Unfortunately, we don't <laughs> have time for any Q&A, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: But is the answer to his question what final fantasy game do you actually enjoy? Is Final Fantasy 6.
0: Yeah. I liked 9 too.
1: 9 is all right. Yeah. And 12 yeah every three I games like, they do a pretty good one
0: i mean i like 16.
1: i like 16, a lot yeah
0: yeah yeah so those are our favorite final fantasies i know most people will just immediately say final fantasy 7 we're kind of the opposite of everybody yeah, well, else was, in that regard i was
1: 22 when that came out so no
0: <laughs> yep uh so anyway there you go that is game face 375 our first foray with this new format new setup new cameras new everything everybody please Give us your feedback about the show. Already heard the feedback about the audio samples being too low. That'll be fixed next week. Obviously, I already know we need to make sure that the show intro works the way it's supposed to. So not obvious stuff like that, but any of the smaller details that you guys liked or didn't like, stuff you'd like to see more or less, let us know. That's the cool thing about this. We're not sitting in some ivory tower like we used to at G4 where we're just like... You can't tell us to do anything, because TV is too complicated. We can be very nimble here, and we can make adjustments very quickly. So anything that you guys like or don't like, let us know, and we'll make adjustments going forward for Game Face. But I think this was pretty good. I enjoyed doing the show Mm -hmm. this way. Um, Definitely the looks were mixed up a lot in the show compared to how they usually are. And that'll continue to improve and change as time goes on. So thanks again to... All y'all in chat, you got to make the show better as usual. Thanks to Matt for hosting us and letting me come in here and set all this stuff up. I was here until what? Like one in the morning last night? Something About like that. that. And then I went home and worked another like two or three hours. On my birthday, I worked a 19-hour day. <laughs> and to be fair, I'm not... It's not sour grapes mm-hmm. on my part. I know never...
1: He drove here in like the worst storm in it really like was. LA history. Too. <laughs> yeah. Um... Could have been swallowed by the road on the way over.
0: Yeah. I never take the day off work for my birthday. The only time that ever happens is when my birthday falls on the weekend.
1: That's pretty much it. I don't remember if I ever did that. Probably not. Yeah.
0: But anyway, that's it for Game Face 375. Thanks to all y'all for hanging out and making our show better. We'll see you next week. Game Face is up and out.